We've got four ballers in the house wearing our rookie rose-colored glasses after the beauty day we had yesterday at the combine. We got a special edition ball in live. We got Kevin Wheeler. We got Bradley. We got Eric DeShiva. Guys, let's start balling live. Go district. <laughs> JD. Bleep a ball. Bleep a ball. Bleep a ball. Bleep bleep ball and I bleep a ball. Bleep a ball. District, a ball. Cause I bleep bleep. Hey, bleeding I ball, defeated the ice, didn't see him at all. JD in the pies, I needed it all. I bleeded a lie, you bleeded a lie, not bleeded a lie. And that's what a goat do. Facts, let me show you. Happen to know, do strapped and they don't do bad and they don't lose. Make you wanna bleep, bleep, bleep. It's the goat district boys giving you the business and no gimmicks. The best ball drafts got me feeling like it's Christmas. Then it's Christmas all of a sudden, and these riches came from nothing. And I got this all from loving the district. See, I just drafted, forget it. I laugh at the critics, they mad at the digits. I clap back my listeners. See, balling ain't a problem if you kick it with them off. And I refresh the feet till autumn, then I bleep, 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 go. All right, guys, we are balling. Bradley is on the clock. You are up next. And look at that. He takes the first pick. I haven't even had a look now, at it. Let me just adjust the, the screen. Welcome, everyone, to Ballin' Live. I'm on the clock at three. We're going to go with Travis Kelsey, tight end premium, number three. The two receivers fresh off the board. Oh, hold on. My screen's not even refresh here. Let me refresh that for you guys. JJ goes the first overall to Brad. Best Bell Fantasy. Guys, make sure you check him out on YouTube. And Bradley, how many uh, shorts have you dropped in the last couple days, buddy? Give us give us a number. Over-under. What's the over-under? Uh, over-under like 50. I love it. Bradley is the shorts machine. Shout out to, to him and his channel, guys. Go check it out on YouTube. We've got Kevin in the house. You guys, hopefully you caught last week's show. If you haven't, go check it out. Wheeler and I. Dropped a uh, $35 Superflex best ball tournament on our favorite site, the FFPC. And then today we've got, we doubled, we doubled the players in the room today with uh, the Shiva, man. The Shiva is a high stakes beast. He plays the high stakes best balls, the 250s, the 77s. And every once in a while, he, he joins us in the, in the 35s. We appreciate all three of you guys with us today. And the chat is already lit. So we're, it's going to be a fun one today, guys. Man, I'm, I'm already getting sniped here. We're only in round one. This is going to be a long one. <laughs> it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of snipes. So, again, for those that are not watching, guys, check, out, check us out on YouTube and Spotify. You can watch the show. But give you a little, little, uh, a little audio of, of the board right now with J.J. Chase. As I said, I took Kelsey. CMC goes off as the first running back. J.T. Eckler and then Cup goes off the board. Any surprises so far? Bradley for you. Yeah, I think this is the highest I've seen Jonathan Taylor go at the five spot. Uh, usually he's going at the nine to 12 spot. I've even seen him go early second round, but the going five in a full PPR like Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. He increases his pass catching this past year. And I think that's why they facilitate the Naeem Hines trade, but still uh, for him to be able to access top two running back, that's that's at least an eyebrow raise given the other options on the board. 
Yeah, so he's been going. JT has been going. Uh, actually, he's his average in the last kind of 30 days based on Fantasy Mojo. Shout out to our favorite site for ADPs on the FFPC is JT at seven. So a mm. couple, couple spots. I agree, though, earlier in the drafts, he was definitely going a lot later, sometimes even into the second, early second. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually waiting until I get him at one at the one-two turn. Um, I wouldn't draft him before that. All right, JD, I'm not going to follow my own advice here. So uh, it's, it's a good, uh, that's a good strategy. Shot, dude, we're going to get the shots flowing right now, man. That that'll make uh, Theo happy, man. Shout out to Theo. If if you guys are watching, let us know if you prefer when we're on the side of the screen or the bottom of the screen. Still trying to figure that out because I know on some TVs, uh, it, the the outsides don't always show up the same. So if you guys have input on that, either in the comments live or even uh, post show, if you're watching the the replay of this thing, that would uh, help us out. We appreciate it and smash that like if uh, if you like what you're seeing, guys. We're going to talk strategy today. We're going to talk what we we saw at the combine yesterday. We're going to talk rookies. We're going to talk rankings. Um, right now, so I left off at seven with Cup. Then it just pissed yellow for the rest of the first round with Perry Kill, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, and A.J. Brown finishing off the first. Bijan, the first rookie off the board, of course. Garrett Wilson, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley. Wow, we're flying. Uh, St. Brown, Jacobs, and Waddle go off the board. I'm going to go back to my little draft room as it's coming up. Any, uh, Wheeler, anything... Catching your eye so far in the first two rounds? Josh Jacobs in the second. Uh, I have him much lower. I might be lower than consensus, but I think that's way too high. Like, I don't, I think in my rankings, I wouldn't even consider him until the late third, early fourth. Well, you are um, the would, would it matter if he remained in Vegas? <sighs> I just don't, it depends on who they get a quarterback, I think. I, I, I just, I don't see him repeating the same year. I guess if he stays in Vegas, possibly. Um, I, everything broke right. For that everything broke right for that. Like, and whoever got him got him at a supreme value all year long. Like, I just think there are guys who I have more faith in to to perform um, than Josh Jacobs. Um, in, a, in a 250 draft I did last year, I, I think I scooped him up in round. A mineral round four, uh, which was probably still too early. Next. Uh, but he, yeah, I mean, he definitely paid dividends for the people that got him after the first three, four rounds for sure. Uh, I don't know. I just, he's just one of those guys I've always hedged against. Um, maybe it's a blind spot for me to the, um, I, I definitely regret not scooping up in the fifth, sixth last year, or even the fourth. Um, I but I just uh, I, uh, there are other guys I like above him that I have more faith in. Um, other than that, oh, Jalen Hurts, quarterback, second round. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get used to this early quarterback. I'm just not. But you're, you're seeing it in every you're seeing it in every draft on every platform, yeah. right? Whether it's drafters, whether mm -hmm. it's uh, I, I'm not allowed on an underdog, but I'm assuming that uh, you've got it those back happy drafts where you know you take Kelsey and then Mahomes, or take AJ uh, Brown and then Hurts, or you know that kind of stack right off the bat, and then build build from that. And we called it on the Goat District. I mean, last season, how the way the season was going, how these quarterbacks 
are going to be really high in these drafts. And I remember even saying second, like early second, and somebody kind of giggled. But look at where we are now, right? They're they're getting super early. Yeah, I don't think it's the smart move, but. Shiva, what have you been doing with quarterbacks up in the the two fifties and the the seventy sevens? Are you, dude, are you I, taking? I, I gotta be honest well? here. I, I'm a I'm a big fan. Of, if I can get Mahomes in round three, three man in those bigger leagues, I like it. I mean, I, I know it's early, but I mean, if you can get a quarterback that can consistently outproduce pretty much all other twenty, you know, thirty to twenty nine other quarterbacks, like by a pretty significant margin as far as ceiling is concerned. Like, I'm a fan of that, and I would much rather get Mahomes in, like, round four, round five, round six, but he's not going there, and neither is Hurts. So, like, I feel like if you want that quarterback advantage, go ahead. But on the flip side of that, you know, you kind of miss out on middle-round guys that take a big leap forward, too. So, um, Shout-out to the chat. Keep it going, and shout-out to Todd Burroughs. Keep it going, Eric. Man, we got a quarterback run going here, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, it's usually it's usually those three, right? In a bunch in the first couple round in the first three rounds, and then it, and then you've got what we call on this show the FOMO, right? Like who, who's who's kind of chasing that with the fields and and the other guys. You know, sorry, I don't want to mention names. Uh, I always forget about that when we're doing the the live shows. It's it's tricky, right, Kevin, to to tiptoe around not giving up names that are still not uh, off the board. It's definitely tricky, but I really feel like everybody in this draft is here because <laughs> because it's on the stream so like yeah i yeah. sorry to those that are unaware but or are not listening but you know no but that that's super valid kevin and i want to thank all the guys that jumped in this draft because we posted it there was nobody in this thing and uh, we filled it pretty quick and that's two weeks in a row so you guys are loving the show we're loving hanging out with you guys uh on the weekends we might Try this on, on weeknights, maybe uh, a little later at night, but we'll see uh, how the schedules work out. But we are definitely going to keep this going all offseason, at least once a week. So keep hanging in with us on the weekends uh, or for these uh, ball and lives. So we've got three tight ends off the board. Kel I took Kelsey in the first at three. Andrews came back uh, as tight end two to the five spot. And then TJ Hawk just went off in the third round. And I'll read off the, the, the third round um, again for those listening. Any surprise with the tight end? How are you guys approaching tight end, uh, especially in these tight end premiums, Bradley? We'll start with you. Yeah, if I can get Kelsey in the first uh, four, four picks, I think that's that's where I want to go with that. He's just his multi-tiers above the other tight ends when it comes to upside. And we saw that even over the last couple of years, he hasn't lost a step. Maybe the argument is, well, Tyreek Hill had to leave for him to maintain that that target volume, but you know, we're banking on like, if you say that Travis Kelsey is going to lose it, you're, you're thinking that, well, I've got a hedge then with Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore and other players who like are talented, but haven't shown consistent production in that chief's offense. Uh, so I'm comfortable taking Tra Travis Kelsey, even at the one one in these drafts uh, through the first four picks. If he falls after that, it's a gift. And then Andrews, Hawkinson, like Andrews, I think in Kittle are should be in the in the first next couple tiers. And then Hawkinson, like I like the volume, but we'll see how Minnesota addresses that wide receiver two position because Thielen really fell off last year. KJ Osborne's really not a wide receiver two. 
Um, and I'm not confident that TJ Hawkinson can really take that next step forward. Uh, so I think round three is, is, is a pricey, uh, a pretty expensive price to pay for TJ Hawkinson. Uh, it feels like, um, Kyle Pitts, but you know, at least a little bit more of what you're getting from TJ Hawkinson. You have a higher floor. And of course, Kittle right. and Goddard go off the board. <laughs> I know, right, right, right after, like back to back in the middle of the fourth there. So I'll yeah, make I like pick. that. Go ahead. I like that. These, these live drafts um, are, are significantly different than some of the slow drafts. Oh, yeah. um, at least the live drafts I've been a part of, of even dating back to last year and the year before. For some reason in these live drafts, the quarterbacks go, and I, I've been on the unfortunate end where it's like, okay, I'm going to wait till round eight or nine or ten, and keep scooping up these players, and then you're literally you left with things. these Baker Mayfields uh, for whatever reason. Um, you know, they go pretty, they go pretty early in some of these live drafts for sure. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And uh, Brad, I like your little comparison to. Hawkinson this year to Pitts last year kind of feels that way, but we do have more consistent performance over the years, or at least the last year and a half, two what, years from what, Hawkinson. What about, I, what, what about Hawkinson compared to like Schultz where, you know, they get drafted in those, you know, eight, nine, ten. Well, I guess Schultz was free a couple of years ago. You were scooping them up really late, but like it feels like they emerge, they have a couple monster games and then they're pushed up into that round three, four range. If Schultz was back with Dallas, I would say like you, you'd be considering him. Not, I would say in the fifth and sixth here, but I, I just don't know if uh, he Schultz doesn't have the talent. I don't think that Hawkinson has. Like Schultz was the right place, right time. If Schultz ends up anywhere else, no, thank you. I'm with you. Maybe we get Gesicki to Dallas, right? Yeah, I don't think Schultz will be back. That's for sure. No, and and with all the tight ends coming out of this draft, it's going to be a tough uh, market for these some of these free agents. Mongoose is in this draft too, man. He's a he's a tough yeah, he is. dude. Yeah, this draft yeah, is pretty is. loaded. Right, yeah, I, I think we literally combined know everybody in the draft. You're pretty close to it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might not know him, but I, I've seen the names for sure. And actually, if if you're listening, say something in the chat. Not that I'm looking at the chat, but where do we even find the chat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like technology, like not coherent. I think you got to go on YouTube. Uh, like yeah. I have a YouTube stream, but that would make sense. It's on my TV, so I'm not looking at the chat at all. So there's some comments yeah. in the chat about Schultz versus, uh, you know, being anywhere else. My comparison for Schultz is like Austin Hooper. Like Hooper was a top five tight end when he was with Atlanta and was a fine, like ac athletic specimen, wasn't exceptional, but he signed a big contract somewhere else and was pretty disappointing. Like we were disappointed with Austin Hooper in Cleveland, disappointed with Austin Hooper in Tennessee. And I think that's more of the the reality that Dallas didn't have a wide receiver too, really. Like it was CD Lamb, and then who else? They traded away Amari Cooper for Beans. 
Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Uh, Harry Snowman, shout out to Harry Snowman. He's always a, a big supporter of the show, getting Jones in the fifth. I'm surprised his ADP hasn't rised more signing back in Green Bay. You got to think whether Rodgers is there, which it doesn't look like he will be. They'll probably lean. My guess is they lean more on the run game. And Aaron Jones, obviously signing back there is, is going to be a big part of it. Uh, we've seen, you know, top 12 seasons, RB seasons from him now for the last uh, four in a row. He's been uh, he's been a top 12 and RB one. So I, I like getting him after, you know, getting a top end tight end and then three solid receivers uh, in the first four rounds. Well, he, last year he was what top 10 in yards created per touch, top 10 in yards created. His efficiency metrics were phenomenal. His yard, true yards per carry were still good. Aaron Jones can still create even with you know Jordan Love as the quarterback. That's why I'm still believing that he's a good pick. I like that. that and and even route. at 28, we're we're seeing these these old these old running backs, right? These veteran running backs. I mean, they're putting they're putting stats together, man. And it's going to be interesting seeing this offseason again with all the rookies, all the free agent running backs. Uh, the musical chairs is definitely going to be entertaining but i love getting aaron jones and the security uh that we got from him when he signed earlier uh, in green bay yeah dude he's he's way undervalued man way undervalued that dude's been top what is it like top 11 four consecutive years like i mean that's four four years in a row he's been yeah an rb1 yeah i mean that and his efficiency is so good uh Everybody's just waiting for Dylan to take over his job, and it's just not happening. Jones, no man, I was Jones, I was huge on yeah. I learned that yeah. lesson two years ago. Jo Jones resigned that contract and kind of just put Dylan back on the back burner. I'm going to take some heat here for not going with the stack with Dak and Lamb, but I don't I don't know, dude. Dak scares me. Anyways, just my own being selfish here. Yeah, Eric is not a fan of, of the DAC, but he's definitely a fan of the Lamb, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how that correlates, right? It's like he listens to to a band. He doesn't like the one member, but he, you know he's a big fan of the other one. So it's it's pain and joy at the same time. He likes the drummer, not the guitarist. It's like, it's like the sweet and salty popcorn, you know. My, my, my daughter and my wife are going bananas on those right now. That's their favorite snack. So that's yeah. why that's top of mind for me. So, all right, I'm going to read, I'm going to read the fourth or the, th you know what I'll go through. No, I, I didn't do the third, right? So I'll do the third. I'll go through the next three rounds and then get you guys caught up for those listening. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Brees Hall, TJ Hawk, T Higgins, uh, for me as my wide receiver too. Kenneth Walker, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Ramondre Stevenson, DK for 19-12, Harris, Samuel, Pollard is a nice one for Shiva. And then Justin Fields comes back, Olave, Gibbs, DJ Moore, Joe Burrow, DeAndre Swift. Back-to-back -back tight ends with Kittle, Goddard, and then Amari Cooper, Judy. I picked up London, Lamar Jackson as the QB6, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert, Chris Godwin. I picked up Aaron Jones as the RB17, Christian Watson, Pittman, Dalvin Cook, Javante Williams. We're in the sixth. The middle of the six, Cal Pitts, Damian Pierce, J.K. Dobbins, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins. We start the sixth with, or sorry, that was the fifth. We start the sixth with Tyler Lockett, Trevor Lawrence as the QB eight, Cam Akers, Calvin Ridley, and then Deshaun Watson. Where are you guys on the Ridley Kirk? Uh, I'm seeing Ridley this time going off the board ahead of Kirk. I mean, Kirk was awesome last year. I, Ridley with a year off. Where where are you on that? Uh, I'll go to Shiva first, and then Wheeler, just because you guys just picked. 
Uh, it, it, I mean, it's tough, man. Like, I don't know. I know that offense is ascending and it's going to be better, in, at least in my opinion. Um, and, and, yeah, I think they got a chance to be a top five, top six offense this year. Um, but when I got two guys like that that are going, you know, kind of that close around that, uh, you know, wide receiver 28, 29 range, and I know Kirk's been a wide receiver, high end wide receiver two, Ridley's finished as a wide receiver one. I don't know which one's going to hit. I'd rather take Zay Jones. You know, uh, seven rounds later, um, even though he might not be the the clear cut alpha, he doesn't have to be. Uh, you already saw him in year one with Trevor Lawrence put up massive spike weeks, league winning type weeks. Um, you know, I, I I don't have any Kirk yet through thirty drafts. I don't have any Ridley yet through thirty drafts. For me, I, I just rather I don't know which one's going to hit, which one's going to miss. I, I'd rather just play it safe and go Zay Jones, who's still going to be a wide receiver three with massive ceiling weeks. Uh, I like that. I like that when there's questions, right? You go for the, we learned that from the, from the new England backfield. When there's questions, you take the James White, right? Option, dude. Yep. I love that. I gotta, I'm going to stack a bit here with Pacheco, uh, with, with Kelsey here at the end of the sixth. Yeah. I'm curious to know your guys' thoughts on on that situation too. Wheeler, where are you? Yeah. I've actually, I have him about even. I'll flip-flop on him. I actually have very little Ridley just because he has been going first. Um, yeah. I have a decent amount of Kirk, but for both of them, I guess sixth round is appropriate. I probably, I'm higher on Marquise, uh, Marquise Brown than both of them. Um, I like Terry McLaurin better than both of them, but I I could see drafting them where they were. Um, and uh, six of this, half the other. Like, I think they're going to flip-flop games. They'll both succeed. Uh, Kirk isn't going to have the same – what would what he end up wide receiver 14 overall, I think. I don't think he's going to have the same. Um, and I think I can stake the claim that I was higher on Kirk than anybody last year. Like, in Fantasy Pros, when they do the bold calls, I called Christian Kirk a top 12 wide receiver. I'm pre- I tried to make sure I had him ranked ahead of everybody. But uh, we'll see, you know, people change last second. Like, I, I saw Christian Kirk coming. He's very talented. He signed a big contract. Um, when he had the, the field to himself or, you know, very little competition in, uh, for targets, yeah, he's a top 12 receiver. But where he's, where he's going at wide receiver 30, I think he's a value now. Um, well, or, or appropriately drafted. Um He'll probably end up wide receiver 20 to 24, maybe. Um, So where he's going is fine. And Ridley, he's had too much time off to be able to really pick up where he left off. Um, It's going to take take some time. But, I mean, if he gets reinstated tomorrow, he joins the team the next day, all of a sudden he has plenty of time, right? All Um, All of a sudden he's Michael Thomas. Come on. Oh, yeah, he could be that, too. He could be that, too. He could be that, too, for sure. No, I, I've been going Kirk. Personally, I've been going Kirk ahead of Ridley. I just – the guy who's who's been doing – he did it so well last year. Uh, I didn't think he would be as productive and, and really carry that wide receiver one role, but him and Lawrence just clicked, and to me, that's the rapport that the QB and the, the wide receiver builds is – is not one to take lightly. So I, I think that that continues to grow. I love Ridley coming in to, to take attention from Kirk and, and you know, 
I mean, look, that team just gets better, right? If Ridley can get back on it, but I think it takes a bit of time for him. And I think that for 2023, I'm going to be taking Kirk ahead um, of Calvin. A little run of tight ends here with uh, Ingram in the seventh at 7-4, Waller. Then the Muth goes off, uh, Wheeler probably crying, and then Njoku, 19-12, uh, takes his second tight end in the seventh. I would be, yeah, those tight ends going. I, I was hoping for it on the way back more than, oh, it probably wouldn't have come back to me either. Um, but now, now I got a little dilemma. Yeah, don't snipe me, man. So Wheeler's on the clock Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore, and then Dobbins and Akers. I don't think I'm actually going to snipe you here. But you might have changed your mind in the past round and a half, too. I went with that. I mean, you know, I did have Dak and Lawrence both in my queue, and I had Lamb, so it was like, oh, you can get the stack. But, like, I just. Would you have gone two quarterbacks there, though? No, I would not have. Not you wouldn't have. I should have waited for him to come back. Then the only reason I took him is like I figured eighteen picks after you considered him in the first place, you might just right. double up on yeah. quarterback and, and never, and the never draft too, him. Right, like right, right, right. So the seventh goes JSN, Mixon, James Conner, my third running back, Ingram, Waller. Tight end eight, Ayuk, wide receiver 35. Then Muth and Njoku go off. Tyler Algier as RB 27. Dak goes off as QB 10 for Wheeler. Traylon Burks. And then Schultz goes off at tight end 11. And he taps it with Miles Sanders as the RB 28 on the end of the seventh coming into the eighth. Yeah, I'm going to take what I think is a value pick here with A.J. Dillon as RB 29. Uh, even though he doesn't have the workload to himself, other than his rookie year, he really, you know, he's kind of been a back-end RB2. And yeah. I feel like he's got a little room for upside, I feel like, in my, my opinion. I'm curious to know, Brad and Wheeler, and your thoughts on, on A.J. Dillon as well. Yeah, well, with all the Green Bay paraphernalia in the background, you know. The, <laughs> You're asking a, the right guy. A.J. Dillon is uh, – I mean, he's a power back, strong. He is a capable pass catcher. That's the thing, 90% catch rate uh, of the targets. And uh, Aaron Jones light, like if there is a handcuff with value, like it's A.J. Dillon, like it's the Kareem Hunt corollary, you know, from the last couple of years. Uh, But A.J. Dillon, I think standalone value, we were expecting more last year. And I think the – this this pendulum swing may in fact you know come to fruition uh it's possible that green bay splits it 50 50 evenly instead of maybe like 55 45 like they have the last year or so with aaron jones and aj Dillon. but we saw Dillon have a strong finish to the 2022 season so i i, I think that's fine taking him in round eight he gave you 18 percent last year as a as an rb1 which is pretty good considering you're in the what eighth round right now. And we always talk about you're telling a story. These guys are not supposed to be RB1s for you every single week. And then RB2, 24% of the time. So he's 40% of the time he's giving you top 24 production. I think that's in the eighth round is, is good value. And I think because people got burned the last couple of years with him that he is going to, he is falling in drafts. I always see it. Uh, he's falling 
and he's uh, kind of those, one of those late round running backs that uh, I think he's a he is a nice like depth piece. Like you've got him as your RB three, but he gives you good upside too. And totally I think agree. Wheeler and I were talking about this before we went on the air, but like I think I love running backs that have standalone value, but also have a ton of upside. I, I guess you could say ceiling um, if one thing breaks their way. Uh, you know, if Aaron Jones misses two or three games, you know, there's a very strong chance that some of these eight, 10 point games from AJ Dillon become 17, 18, you know, um, and not saying Aaron Jones is going to get hurt or anything like that, but like AJ Dillon's not going to give you a zero. Like he's pretty much he's getting touches every week. And if one thing breaks his way, you know, the sky's the limit, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, he has been going a little bit later, but I think that's where his value is. And Wheeler, too, you and I are kind of stuck in the back end of this draft here, so we don't have the luxury. And I, and I think JD is, too. It's, mm-hmm. So is... We're on the other end, yeah. So he yeah. wouldn't have come back. Yeah. To, I guarantee you he wouldn't no. have come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, none of us have the luxury of, of, right. of kind of waiting. <laughs> we almost got to, like, plant our flag and say, this is what we're doing. Someone sniped me on Kirk Cousins. Thanked Mongoose. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Mongoose is a beast. Like, he just did that on purpose. It takes out the 101, <laughs> the 101 stack with Cousins and JJ. I think I saw the FFPC tweet about him last year where, like, he won, like, a bunch of, like, bare-knuckle challenges or something where, like, I guess you don't have a draft sheet. You're not allowed to use any notes. Yep. And, like, you have to have all these players memorized to know who's off the board. Yeah, they've got that at the FFPC at the live yeah, draft, dude, man. Like, I mean, it's awesome. He's a, he, he, well, I'm going to come back monster, around and snipe dude. him, so. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Jordan Addison pick, man. I like the oh, Bateman pick. Holy yeah. cow. Your wide receivers are nasty. Yeah, they uh, are. So, wow! Did I hear Addison didn't have a great combine yesterday? Yeah, bat, he uh, tweaked his back a little bit. Maybe okay. that, maybe that's what you know. Had I mean, that's all I need to hear, really. Like, if there's any excuse, it's a one-day performance. Sometimes you got it, sometimes you don't. So, if he tweaked his back, that makes sense. Like, I'll okay. take I'll take Gabe Davis <laughs> in the ninth round. I'm surprised he's still there. I almost took him like a couple picks ago. This is where he should be going, though, right? The eighth, ninth round last year when he was creeping to the three or fourth. That was ridiculous. As my wide receiver, look look at JD with Aaron Jones at RB17, and then James Conner as an RB3 at RB26 overall. If that he's healthy, he's he's not finishing as RB26. It's just not the cards. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, Conner's stuff of value. The last eight weeks of the season, James Conner didn't finish worse than the running back 19 any week. Yeah, dude. He's, he's a, I mean, he's not a monster at this point in his career. He plays on a bad team, too. I mean, with quarterback limo. But, I mean, he's he's good when he's on the field, man. He's, he's been a top top nine running back the last two seasons, a fantasy yep. points per game. Yep. I'm, I'm I mean, a fan. The, I mean, in the seventh round. He, he makes – you know, like Wheeler's talking about going zero RB sometimes. But when you can get James Conner around seven – I mean, dude. Look, man, the beauty, I mean, the beauty of these drafts, especially especially the twenty eight round, and you'll know this, Shiva, the twenty eight round drafts, you can build your roster so many ways. That, and that's you know, speaking of the FFPC guys, that's why we love the FFPC. That's why we're drafting on it right now. 
they've got so many options for these best balls. Right now we're just doing like a $35, 28-round, 1QB, tight end premium. And, I mean, you can go so many ways. You can build so many ways. I clustered, you know, my four RBs from round five to round eight. Now I feel good at the position, man. I can just smash every other position, maybe throw in another RB uh, later on. But that's that's kind of one way that you can, you know, go. and Or you could go, like you said, Eric, maybe take one anchor type of running back and then, you know, take guys later. There's so many ways to build. Uh, Bradley, what's your what's your favorite kind of RB are you build? I feel like you're you're early, don't you? I'm trying to find your yeah. You've got a couple early there with Chubb and Hall. Yeah, I felt like those were good values there. I like Brees Hall. I think if he didn't tear his ACL, we'd be talking about him in the conversation oh, as the 101 overall. Yeah, um, easy. Because when he took over the Jets' backfield last year, he was just rattling off 20, 25 point games easily, even in a timeshare. Uh, he was fifth among all running backs last year in rate of flex games, like games in which he was. So he provided not only a floor, but also could access ceiling. And he should be ready to go for week one. Maybe for the first couple of weeks, he's, you know, at 50% snaps, you know, but I expect that he's going to take over. So I, I like those pick. I love Nick Chubb in the second to third rounds. I think he should be going mid second. But when it comes to running backs, like I love a lot of the value of these running backs uh, in the middle rounds. Like yeah. I think I was getting too running yeah. back happy in the first couple drafts of like, oh, I want to get McCaffrey or I want to get, you know, Saquon Barkley. But the reality is, is you're going to get a lot of value from what a fifth or I've even seen Dalvin Cook fall in the seventh round in some some places. Joe Mixon falling the seventh round in 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 this it's trend. so thick like, man it's so thick right now at running back right with all the rookies the, the attacking old guys. like Devontae adams and tyreek hill like going with those guys or even going with travis kelsey as mm -hmm. you know where the direction of your draft when you go with kelsey you've got that and then you know you're going to be targeting patrick mahomes later on in rounds two or three so that's like give it gives you like a direction of your structure that can access elite upside so that's all it's about is trying to see where can I get this this upside from. And so sometimes it's anchor. Sometimes that just makes sense for your build. But sometimes it's, you know, I, I haven't drafted a running back since round three. And we're now going to be in round 10. So yeah, but those those sexy receivers, though, Bradley, come on. Yeah, but look at those. Look at your wide receivers, man. Uh, and when, 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 Andrew, when Andrew watches this, he's going to get a little moist when he sees the, the, the yellow that you put down, down the, 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 first, uh, the first row there. I wasn't listening to you guys. I, that Jameson Williams pick was clutch there, Bradley. Uh, I was, he, sniped, he sniped me on that one. You sniped me on that one big time. Yeah, he's one of my favorite plays. What did he go off as? Wide receiver 33? Oh, boy. Like, he's yeah, that's that's a steal. He's Deshaun Jackson. He's got the speed, and Jared Goff can get the ball to him. So, let's see. Mm. And it, it could be Anthony Richardson if you believe any of these uh, mock, mock drafts that are floating around on Twitter. I, I wouldn't I think that in Detroit. Like, like Anthony yeah. Richardson should be great. Like, I think he's going to be fantastic NFL quarterback. But I don't – like, Detroit isn't – they have a good enough quarterback to get them to the Super Bowl. Like, I would think they would want to go in another direction. You would, yeah. I mean, 
Like I've been a Goff hater since he came into the league, but oh. over the past the, last year, Goff proved to me, you know what? He is an NFL quarterback. Yes, he had been to the Super Bowl already and didn't prove it to me until last year, but like he's an NFL quarterback. He doesn't, you know, he may not be the top NFL quarterback, but he can get you to the Super Bowl. He's already done it. Yeah. He, and it was with McVeigh, but uh, right. he definitely he, he definitely looked good last year. There's no question about that. Yeah, there's no doubt he leaned on McVeigh when he had McVeigh, but I, I th- th- that's why last year proved it to me. Like, yeah. he didn't he he they they were horrible, and then they turned their season around and almost made the playoffs. Like that to me is an indication that he can lead this team or any team. He, he, yeah, I, I I don't hate Jared Goff. And, and all of us talking him up meant Bradley couldn't stack. Uh, look, I got <laughs> I got sniped. You got a lot of ways to stack though. <laughs> um, but the I also wanted uh, Kyler Murray there. I feel like Kyler is undervalued. I, I know Kyler's he's been missing some weeks, but as a quarterback too in a lot of your drafts. I love the upside mm-hmm. that that he offers at that spot. So I've been smashing a lot of Kyler. Uh, I feel like this is. And after that, there's a drop off. Are we getting Are we getting more uh, more yellow from Best Ball Ringer here? Yeah, that's. I think that's the only guy left there that you took. Well, Bradley. there we go. I was hoping I was hoping he'd come back to me for the double tap, but that was a nice pick. Uh, I think Lance and Murray for me are the best values in at the quarterback position right now. Like oh, QB and seventeen and QB eighteen with these guys, you could see them easily being in the top top ten each. Jay, yeah, I, I agree with that backwards. too. I don't want to go backwards here, but can we talk about Mike Evans as the wide receiver thirty two? Yeah, that's crazy. Eh? Like, yeah, he's better than maybe that. I live but on an island. I don't know, dude, but like that's crazy to me, man. I mean, there were some warning signs coming into 2022 that he wasn't going to perform well. He was the right. only wide receiver in the top 24 fantasy points per game in 2021 that had below a 20% target share. Okay, yeah, you know what? Right. Guys, 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 let's take a moment right now. Let's take a moment. I've got my my rose-colored glasses on. I'm sending <laughs> I'm sending a message to Chris Ballard right now. Like Chris Ballard, I know you're watching. <laughs> of course, I'm taking this man. I'm moving up to take this man as my QB two, but as QB one in Indy, CJ Stroud is going to be Very one well, sexy QB. I love Stroud. I love him as my QB two, baby, in the eleventh you know, round. Let's go. I don't hate him. He looked pretty yesterday. I mean, what a what a just calm, cool, collected passer. He, I mean. Accuracy, he's got he's got all of it, man. So I, I nobody I talks goal. about his rushing ability, man. Nobody talks about his rushing ability. Now, he's not a runner like Lamar, but that dude is not. You know, he ain't Peyton Manning. Well, when you've got Anthony Richardson running a four 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 three, it's hard to it's hard to talk about anyone else's rushing ability. That's you know, fair. I give you that. That's fair. Yeah, I've had Stroud as my. QB one coming off the so, board. So just just to let you guys know, and I'll, and I'll pull up the actual um, the actual tweet. But I put out a tweet yesterday before any of the the festivities, asking from the goat district uh, 
um, Twitter account. Guys, go follow it at Goat District. And I put a poll out. Do you guys think that uh, Bryce Young is still the you know the QB one? It was like huge, huge tilt for for Bryce Young. Yeah, he's still going to be the first quarterback. This morning I put it one up. CJ Stroud by far eighty plus percent as the as the first quarterback off the board yeah. according to the peeps. Yeah, it should be Stroud. It's one of those things with the rookies. It's very similar to, you know, you tell yourself when you, if you invest or if you, you know, you, you play, whether it's crypto or stocks or, you know, don't FOMO, you got to do this when this happens, but the emotions take over, right? And we're starting to see that with the rookies now with the combine, the emotions are taking over and we're going to start seeing in these drafts, a lot of these ADPs change because of that. Um, so when you're looking at previous ADP and you're doing your drafts, just think about that. If you want a guy, and he's and he's you know hot right now. He's probably going to be moving up. So you you got to calculate that when you're you're deciding where you're going to take him. I totally agree. In fact, like we can see it starting out. As soon as you get to the double digit rounds, get your guys. Uh, Roshan Johnson, eleventh round. Did he just go? Yeah. Not crazy. I mean that that you, he probably well he might have gotten them oh quite God, a bit later, but. That's but he must have just popped and did something at the combine. You yeah, know what I mean? We're, like we're, you, you, we're all messing, man. We're doing a draft. We should be watching. <laughs> I, mean, I, I have it on TV, but I'm not looking at it. Right? Oh What's shoot, it's my pick. On, dude. Um, I got right. Rashawn Johnson earlier this week in the 17th round on drafters. Oh, uh, shout, shout out to Cody Carpenter. I've been smashing Roshan everywhere. Just kidding. dude, that dude's that dude's yeah, awesome, not, man. I love Cody, dude. Yeah, man, dude, he's one of the hardest working dudes out there right now. And and if if you want to learn about rookies, man, check out Cody Carpentier right now. He's awesome. <sighs> we got to throw some, shots, <laughs> don't we? Don't we? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> throw one. I mean, it's risky. They're all risky. They all got questions. Who knows? Um, God dang it! I really like Roshan, dude. Like that was my boy. Um, mm. all right, I'm throwing a dart. I'm going out on a limb, uh, and here we go. Thinking, oh, I love uh, that's a good one. I like good the Trey McBride. Well, there you go, rookie running back, RB forty-one. It's a chain supposed to run a real fast forty, right? Yeah, but it's too early, yeah. man. I, I feel like it's too early, but. You know, if we're having fun, let's have fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're drafting in March, early March. Last week, Kevin showed me that it's not regency bias, it's recency Because <laughs> I'm French really and I just I mess up everything in you know when it comes to language and names. How do, how do you properly uh, pronounce the, the young running back's last name? Because I've heard so many different ways. Uh, I, I've heard... I think it's from what I understand, it's a chain, but I think we should go with the uh, the um, who is it? The ship chasing boys uh, are calling him Ashane. Ashane. Oh. Yeah, right. Ashane. Yeah, like, like we're, going to shop, we're gonna go shop at Target, guys. Right, <laughs> for sure, for sure. There we go, a chain. Harry's I'm coming out swinging, you. dude. That's that's all we expect, I'm, I'm Eric. That's how you always drive. Ah, oh, you son of a! <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I sh I should have. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, there it is. There it is. Anthony Richard off the board in the 12th round. He, he was going with the next pick. I should have. Uh, if I didn't take McBride, uh, I was going to go with Anthony Richardson. A after you took Stroud, I I'm like, I'm taking Richardson. I don't care. But then I also, I, I also love Trey McBride. So I'm like, let me just grab him to be safe and. So for those for those listening and not watching, QB twenty three, Anthony Richard off the board at the beginning of the twelfth. Uh, Kevin gets sniped by the Shiva. That's not so. Let's bookmark that because that doesn't happen, dude. You, um, dude, you're that, that Richardson <laughs> just got bookmarked by the by the Moors, the Rondell Moore and Elijah Moore on each side of the Richardson. Look at that, dude. So here here's a question and. Shout out to Charlie Mack and uh, AJ Hernandez, you know, uh, peanut punch dudes in a lot of these drafts, man. I talk to those guys all the time. What, and I, I want to know your guys, what is the love affair uh, with Dante Foreman, man? Like, am I off base here and need to reevaluate? Or are you guys, uh, I mean, what are your thoughts? Like, I think he's a decent back, but. Oh, you go Wheeler. Now you go, Brad. Uh, I mean, he's a free agent. There's been some rumblings that he'll return to Carolina. I did like the right. efficiency of Chuba Hubbard. Uh, but yeah. if the Carolina, they've got a new coach, they've got new everything. So if they bring him back, that means they, they really do want him. Uh, mostly a grinder, could handle a, a large workload, wasn't super efficient, uh, was almost a zero out of the pass catching game. So I have yeah. him like in that same tier of like Devin Singletary of Devin Damien Harris of like guys that can handle the rock, but like is going to be trusted more by an NFL team than in fantasy. So do you like him better than Kareem hunt? Uh, I mean, technically in my rankings, but I think hunt is looking right real there. dusty. Hunt is looking real. Dusty. Yeah. He, he dude hunt looked so bad last year, man. Uh, it was kind of disheartening to see for fantasy purposes. I, I had a lot of hunt last Me week. and JD were talking last week about uh, Chubba Hubbard should be going at around where um, Foreman, what do you say? Foreman does or, or earlier. Like, board. I, I like Chuba, dude. I'm a you know, if he would have came out a year earlier, I know we're talking nonsense here, but. He crushed his draft capital with with returning back uh, to, to school for that last year because you know he had a really down year and then uh, just hasn't really panned out great for him. But I, I, if he would have came out the year when he went off, you know he, he would have had a good chance of, of you know being featured, uh, getting that draft capital. Right now. Yeah, I, I feel like Carolina's probably going to go with him as their primary or at least the split, like he should be seeing at least 50% of the touches, right? Uh, I mean, unless they draft somebody, but they have other needs, don't they? Like, JD, can you scroll the board? Yeah. Oh, sorry, brother. Yeah, thanks. Trying to get ready for my next pick here. You're good. Look at this guy. Man, he's, I love it. I love Juwan Johnson. Ah! The double Juwan Johnson's my other guy. That's a great double tap there, though. Look, he I'm is hedging a free on agent. Can somebody confirm? Is he a free agent? I... Mm. No, they're both back. 
Yeah, Taysom Hill is okay. definitely back. Yeah. yeah they, I know they just restarted. I love Jawan, dude. He is a uh, – he is a – he's like what Mo Alley Cox should be. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm big – I like Roshan. Or, uh, I like that analogy. Like, what Mo Alley Cox should be. Every year I was drafting a – that All right, I got I'm gonna stack. Uh, I'm gonna stack CJ Stroud with his uh, wide receiver one, Mr. Alec Pierce. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, there, there it goes. What a bold statement! Uh, right I mean, that's, that's... Hey, Juwan's you restricted. You gotta tell a story, He's... right? I mean, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I like it. I like it. That's still a bold call, but I, yeah. It's it's a bold statement, <laughs> right? I, listen, listen. I, I like I like Pittman. I like Pittman. I just Alec Pierce just looks a little different, you know. He gotcha. Kind of freak athletically, and uh, you could even tell that Matt Ryan really liked targeting him uh, for the little bit of, of flashes that we saw from the old the, the old uh, Matty Ice last year. But you know, you you never know when a new quarterback comes in which receiver he's going to gravitate to. And you know, as much as Pittman's been great, that offense hasn't been. Uh, very efficient, very productive in the past couple of years. So hopefully, uh, you know, with a new quarterback coming in, the right one, these guys can flash. And then who knows who's got the higher ceiling right at this point. For sure. So we're in the 13th round, guys. I know I haven't done the best job of reading off all the rounds. That's why you got to tune in and watch the show either live or you can rewatch the show on YouTube um, at the Goat District channel or you can Find us on Spotify, and you can watch it on there as well. Just like you watch the Rogan Show, guys. You can watch uh, the Goat District channel. So we're in the 13th round. We've got 20 tight ends off the board. We've got 24 quarterbacks off the board. We've got 62 receivers off the board and 46 running backs. Bradley, what's biggest surprise so far as we get towards the back end of the 13th round? Oh, biggest surprise. Or or any anything that stands out, you know, so far that we haven't talked about. Mm. Even if it's with your own roster, like how do you feel about your roster right now? You happy with uh you're in the one spot, you just double tapped yeah. on the tight end. You talk about I that did. a bit. I consolidated that New Orleans tight end position. They're gonna be scoring fancy points, especially like if you're telling yourself a story about Alvin Kamara missing games. It's going to be Chris Olave and who, right? Uh, New Orleans doesn't have a first-round pick this year because of that Olave trade, so they're they're either going to be drafting you know a wide receiver in the second round or later, or they're going to have to sign some old dusty wide receiver from free agency. And it just these guys know the system. They're the coach is still back with you know in the Saints, and so I think that that double tap is is just fine i i'm really i didn't want to take antonio gibson round 11 but i've been getting him more like round 12 round 13 i just like the upside that he offers uh extreme athlete yes he had a down year last year due to injuries but brian robinson was extremely inefficient uh and even in the 10 games where robinson had 15 or more touches antonio gibson was still able to be a flex play for you pretty consistently so I liked that, especially in a full PPR. J.D. McKissick is expected to miss some time. Um, yeah, and one of my favorite things to do is just smashing those those wide receivers in rounds, you know, four through nine, and just see what kind of 
weapons can come to me there. So I like that structure. Um, I was kind of ticked. I've been sniped on a few players that I like drafting. Like uh, I was hoping Jared Goff would come back to me. I was hoping that Michael Thomas would be there. I like his upside. Uh, he's ex- an extreme value wide receiver. What? 62. Yeah. I love drafting him at that spot. Like in the wide receiver fifties, wide receiver sixties. I'm happy with Michael Thomas at that spot. It's all about upside at that point. And Michael Thomas, it's the Antonio Brown corollary. You've got these veteran, extreme athlete, extreme producers later in their career, and they can just step on the field and and contribute. So, and that's what we saw last year in the limited snaps for Michael Thomas. So, we'll see what happens uh, where he lands because he's probably going to not play for the Saints. Uh, but I like I love Michael Thomas at that spot. So, there's a lot Let of. Me, uh... Which team Bradley, is Bradley? Let me just let me just read off your team, brother. Todd Todd Burrows. Uh, shout out to Todd Burrows watching the professional. Little little uh, fun fact: first time I ever showed up on a podcast or ever did anything with a podcast was on Todd Burrows's show. Actually, he invited me on. I don't remember what it was. I won something. Or I don't remember what it was. This is a very very long time ago. But shout run out to, to Todd. He's he, run to daylight. There you go. Um, he's telling me, uh, read out the teams and he's definitely right. So basically Bradley from the one spot, JJ at the one comes back with two running backs, Nick Chubb, Brees Hall, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert stack, Jameson Williams, JSN, Jordan Addison, Rashad Bateman, Trey Lance as his QB two, Antonio Gibson, RB three, and then the double tap with the two New Orleans tight ends in Johnson and Hill. Sorry, brother. Didn't mean to cut you off, but just so people have context to your uh, your explanation there. No, you're all good. Uh, which team is the Amon Ross St. Brown Tyreek Hill team? Because that is an interesting build. Maybe so that's we can, 1912. Like, 1912. Shout 1912. out to 1912. Uh, yeah, 1912. Big, big, uh, got some. Kids, he was in our listener league last year. Yeah, Zay he's like Jalen Hyatt. So I like uh, I like a lot of the rookies that he picked there and Pitts in round five. What do you all think about Pitts in round five now? I would have taken him if he didn't. I, yeah, I, I almost took him as the as a stock there, but Aaron Jones was sitting with the London Pitts stock. But um, I do like Pitts now. Pre- prefer him to when he was going like top three or whatever last year. Harry Snowman saying 1912's been killing it. Shout out to 1912. See, he watches every show, guys. That's why you tune into the Goat District every week. Every day we've got what uh, three, four shows going on a week. So guys, make sure you subscribe and you uh, punch the the like button if you like what you hear. If you're on a podcast format right now, listening, give us a, the the rate and review action that helps us out a lot. And guys, tune in. We're gonna drop these ball in lives regularly. We've got Dynasty uh, Market Check, and we rock a uh, Goat District once a week on Wednesday nights. Just stick with us, guys. We're gonna keep bringing the guests, the goodness, and uh, we're going to keep doing these best balls. I'm on the clock right now, I think, with 20-some seconds. Man, look at Philly. Woo. Mm. First defense off the board. Ah. Oh. I don't have – I'm going to go uh, – just. Well, he took Hurts in the second round, too, so he's got to be a, uh, an Eagles fan, I would assume, yeah. for sure. Not bad. I just – I went with with Zach Ertz here. I don't have any shares of Ertz because I love Trey McBride, but I'm going to hedge. And since I have Kyler Murray and uh, James Conner, hopefully Ertz gets back on the field and gives me something. First kicker off the board. There you go. All he's got to score is like 30 points next year, and he's going to beat that uh, ADP. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where, where did that, that laser sound from G&E right there? The <laughs> 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 there, there it is. I like there it is. There it is. <laughs> Many things, man. Drafting, managing, the, you know, producing, the, doing, dude, getting Jay, the cash. Dude, JD has the value, dude. Aaron Jones, RB17. James Conner, RB26. Gabe Davis, our you know wide receiver forty five. He's got That's Kyle Murray at QB seventeen, and then Zach Ertz at QB twenty four. I mean, it's he, all those guys could just destroy uh, their their ADP for sure. I I am of the belief that we do not see Zach Ertz come back. Oh, like uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm of the belief that Zach Ertz is done. I, I so am I, and that's why I said I've been smashing Trey McBride everywhere. But I, oh, I like to hedge a bit because I mean, when he did yeah. play, he was he was legit. He was good, so even fourteen oh, yeah. down, he, he, he's he, like Jason Witten. What was his injury? His injury was real, and he's old. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. significant. Yeah, yeah, and he's old. It was right? a mid-season. Well, dude, he's younger yeah. than Kelsey. I know that. I know he's younger than Kelsey. But Kelsey's the unicorn, so you know. Yeah, yeah, we definitely found that out this year. I, I, I was hedging against Kelsey a little bit last year, and wow, it was that a, a colossal mistake. Dude, they, they, the one week the guy had like four catches for twelve yards, and they were all touchdowns. Dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, the guy, he just he wins every week. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. It doesn't matter, dude. He's just a, a, a monster. Did you guys all uh, Did you guys all watch yesterday the combine? I watched I a little bit good. of it. It was on in the background. And anything Anything uh, stand out or change for you guys just based on what you did see or hear about what happened yesterday? I mean, we talked about the quarterbacks. Maybe think, maybe with the receivers, anything change? I know uh, Bradley, you were posting some some forty times, maybe some slower forty times than expected. I think Anthony Richardson's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, he is. He's already there. Dude. He's already there. He's already wearing a yellow jacket. Get the bus ready. Yeah. Uh, you're the one that drafted him, so yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, I mean, I'll, I'll roll the dice there, man. I, I was gonna take him. I was mad at you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, can we talk about uh, Kayshawn Booty for a second? Because Kayshawn yep. Booty posted uh, the ninth lowest or shortest vertical that we've seen in recent times. And he also ran a four, six, nine 40 for his second run, uh, which is, you know, extremely mm-hmm. slow, not just like, yeah, that's not good. It, it's really bad, really, really bad. And so my concerns are that his agent didn't prepare him well, that his trainers didn't prepare him well, but also like when we look at PFF grades from the last year, he was at like a 65, 65 is like your Joe Schmo, like pathetic, yeah. like, uh, there, there, and he was being considered in that pretty consensus. He's going to be a round two pick. He's going to be a round two pick. He was like at best a PFF graded seventy five wide receiver in in his breakout rookie year. Like, I I liked Booty a couple of years ago, but now like we haven't seen the development, and there are some red flags. So like, how are we gonna? How are we approaching Kayshawn Booty uh, either here in the Best Ball Streets, or we can spin into Dynasty too if you want. I will now. 
I, I really wanted to go into this year talking about booty, 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 booty everywhere, but I'm, that's probably the last time I'll say it. <laughs> that's probably the last time I'll say it. For those who know Wheeler, for those who know Wheeler, that's that's uh, that's uh, a funny, funnier comment than than if you don't. You know, for the win, man. I love it. I mean, there is. Uh, a quarterback I'll be taking in the 28th round just to fit my personality if he's still there. Let me search for <laughs> But But, hey, uh, so he brought up a great point about booty, right? But what makes it sad is, like, and I don't want to get out of ourselves, but Trey Palmer, who was at LSU for three years, had to transfer out due to all the talent over there. You know, uh, I believe he went to Nebraska, dominated that year. But, like, it makes it – it's sad because Palmer crushed, right? I mean, didn't he run, like, a 4-3-40? Um, and, and looked really good I, from, from what I saw. I could be wrong. Uh, but uh, it's sad that, that you know, I, I guess Booty was well ahead of him on LSU's depth chart to where Palmer had to transfer out. Um, and any tests like that, it, it, it's sad. Yeah, I'm trying Sad to look booty. for Palmer. Sad Sad booty. <laughs> no, he did. I'm not kidding. He was at LSU for three years and then had to transfer out. Uh, you know, and sometimes it's a bad thing, but it's kind of like the Jerome Ford from last year, or you know, where he was at Alabama and just couldn't get on the field because of Gibbs and Robinson and everybody else that they had. He had to go somewhere else. And then um, you know, it's kind of a similar thing. So it's it's hard to know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now, but uh, I think booty is 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 not good. Uh, I think at this point, until we see. So you're not, you're not, you're not, you don't, you're staying away, basically. Is what I, you're I'm anti Bubba Sparks. Staying away from that booty. Yeah, I'm staying away. I'm staying away from the booty. Anti booty. All right. Anti -booty. So Eric's anti booty. Brad Bradley's not as not as much of a booty man as maybe he was before. <laughs> Sounds like Look, Kevin. Does, Kevin does, Brad, does Brad, Bradley know? Can you talk to me about Trey Palmer, Bradley? Am I off base uh, here? I, I don't know much about Trey Palmer. I would have to do more a dive okay. deeper into the research on Palmer. But um, you know, is he, he coming out this year? No, like, oh, yeah, dude. He just he just ran yeah. a four three. Yeah, he's a he's a fast dude. There was expectation that yep. he would he would produce. There's there was some chatter on the Twitter twi timeline about Trey Palmer being. You know, a sleeper wide receiver. So maybe you take a couple, sprinkle in a couple shares here and there. But when we get into like day three wide receivers, those guys so rarely hit. Even you, you've you've got to have an an Amon Ross St. Brown profile to be able to hit. And even then, like when we were talking about prospects of Amon Ross St. Brown, like he was still a producer. Like he still put up decent yeah, uh, decent metrics. For him to have fallen to day four or day three, the fourth round was extremely surprising. So the Lions got a good pick there, and I'm on yeah, the box. Yeah, the NFL's so, not, I mean, always not, not always right. So This is true. I'm looking at Palmer right now. So, yeah, you're going to see a bunch of zeros. He, he, and then yeah, he just, he just did the off. 40. Yeah, dude. I'm, uh, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Raz score, scores from uh, – RAS, yep. Yeah, the RAS, and he he only did the forty. Okay. All right, he only did the the uh, speed. 
Yeah, he only did the 40. He didn't do any of the agility. <laughs> Shout out to 1912. Brad Bradley has like six kids. He's more of a booty man than all of us. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Combined. <laughs> only four kids. 1912 <laughs> wins, wins comment of the day. There you go. <laughs> Only only four kids, but uh, you know, I'm on brand. I'm on brand. (laughs) Look at Dwayne uh, Dwayne McBride. Uh, Talk to us here. Fading Uh, kickers, too. Yeah, so let me pull up because Dwayne McBride hit. Okay, I I have the sheet, and I'm pretty sure when JD was maybe JD, I don't know. I thought that you were on the stream with me this week when I pulled out this card. I pulled out this card. Let me put it in front of the yes. camera. Yes, yeah, I think yeah, I remember that. Wayne McBride, no matter what, yeah, he's <laughs> my guy. He is my guy this year. Uh, dude was an absolute beast, and the mm-hmm. only knock against him last the last year was the fumbling. Everything else, his yards created, yards after contact, his PFF rushing grade. Dude was an absolute machine, and it's a shame we're not going to be able to see him at the combine. But yeah. I want he is a first and second round guy that or first and second down running back that could handle major, major workload. We're talking like a Damian Harris type of player. Um, and he's he's just so quick. He can make moves and he's a power power back. So I love getting Dwayne McBride here round 17 and beyond and screw kickers. Dude, dude, I'll tell you this. Uh, I'm not a scout guy. Uh, you know, I, I kind of just read what I read and see what I see. And then, you know, obviously I do my own research and, and you know, utilize the databases. Yeah. But from everything that I've seen, that dude ranks like top four, top three in like every single college statistic. You know what I mean? Uh, as far as like rushing yards, yards, creating yards, at the contact, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know what I mean? fourth oh. behind – uh, Zach Charbonnet, Bijan Robinson, Blake Corum last year in PFF yeah. rushing grade. Yeah, I mean that's pretty good. It, so dude, we've got we've got eighteen just to context again for those listening. Eighteen uh, kickers now off the board in the last four rounds. Yeah. Uh, they've been getting picked off pretty frequently. We've only got three defenses off the board, and then we've got a couple receivers sprinkled into those rounds and uh, about three or four receivers and three or four running backs sprinkled in there. JD, if Dan is watching from St. Martin, uh, <laughs> eating his five-course meal, he's loving these kickers right now, man. Uh, <laughs> this is making his day. <laughs> it, it's You know what it is, Eric? This time of year, there's, there's more questions. It's kind of like for me with running backs, like there's more yeah. questions with who's going to end up where. So I, I like to get sure more sure things guys that are probably going to be back like i've got the cincinnati and the jacksonville kicker i feel pretty comfortable with those guys you know whereas if you wait too long you might get a guy that might not even have a job in september you know absolutely no i'm with you on that so uh famous jay's asking back to the draft (laughs) because maybe he doesn't like the the entertainment part of the show but that's all right man that's all right (laughs) not everybody's into it but he's saying uh what's 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 turned off by the booty (laughs) <laughs> what what's a, maybe we'll go around and, and answer this question as we uh i'll start with bradley just because we're on the wheeler shiva end of the draft but what's like a recommended roster build for qb's running backs he's asking yeah so looking at what won the bbm three season long tournament last year the winning team had Joe Burrow and Jalen hurts and those players went off in round six and round seven 
he went back to back. And I had made a video earlier the offseason, which one should you pick, Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow? And the correct answer was both. So one of the things that you need to consider is maybe in these lar- like in a larger tournament setting, what is something that's a little contrarian? There aren't going to be a lot of teams who are going to have two elite quarterbacks. So sprinkling that in as a consideration. Um, because you know, if you think, oh, I've got Mahomes, I'm set, that's going to be an attitude that, that you and many other drafters are going to have because you're going to say, well, I'm going to have Mahomes for the majority of my games. But if you go Mahomes and some other quarterback late, like a Ryan Tannehill just went off, or you, you go like Mahomes and Tannehill and then maybe like a, the Sam Howells, you're essentially drafting Patrick Mahomes naked at that point. Because the expectation is for Tannehill and Howell can't uh, access elite upside in the way that Mahomes can, and even when if they could, um, you know they're not. When are they going to do it? Are they going to do it on the weeks where Mahomes isn't going to be his best? I, that's a that's a hard probability to to bet on. Instead, drafting two quarterbacks in like uh, a round six, round seven, round eight. Oh no! I just died. <laughs> you're still alive yeah as far as i know you're breathing do you need to oh uh, yeah he's oh, he's frozen. he might be frozen all right he's, he's frozen. frozen so uh, <laughs> jd I, I will say to piggyback off of him and, and yeah i do i talk to i talk to myself about this all the time the, the problem when you start posting these drafts on twitter right and you start dming people like oh look at this draft everybody has that tournament mindset right where we want the upside we want the ceiling we don't want old guys we want we want young guys you know we want that that sexiness of the roster there's this in my opinion there is a significant difference between a 12-man best ball versus a tournament that has a thousand teams or ten thousand teams or fifteen hundred teams yeah um and i feel like you know, roster construction really matters, man. Like, you don't need to throw as many shots in a 12-man league because, like Wheeler said, he's looking to take first or second. So if you're trying to do that, all you need to be is 10 other teams. Um, where, versus a tournament, it's like, I don't want to beat 10 other teams. I got to beat 1,000. And I feel like there's a, you know, you, you got to have, you got to be able to, it's almost like best ball in Dynasty. You got to be able to separate regular best ball from a best ball tournament. And I'm curious to know uh, what, what you guys think of that. I agree to a point. I kind of – I shoot for the moon quite often, though. But, yeah, in a tournament, I'm definitely looking at yep. at all upside, right? Like, yep. I, I really don't care about floor in a tournament. Um, yep. In this, I certainly am looking at some floor. And, Absolutely. You know, maybe – like, I don't mind reaching for a stack in a, you know, contained – draft like Gallup was probably taken early but i wanted to stack Dak with something so yeah and that might hit two three four weeks you know right right right. you never know and 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 quite frankly that's all you need in a tournament Um, though like i would be going for greater upside i wouldn't i'd be holding off like i would probably get Gallup. i probably just would have waited because Gallup is going quite late Um, i agree i agree I didn't think the kicker run was going to quite – like, I was getting kicker no matter what. Like, I almost took a kicker when I took Gallup. 
Um, yeah. And I was gonna, I was gonna double tap kicker coming back, but I didn't expect it to kind of rush like that. I probably, I could have gone in a different direction with Gallup because, and I just passed up on Claypool. I probably, probably could have. I, I like Claypool. Claypool. I like yeah, I like Claypool where he's going for sure. I've been, I've been yeah. getting him, man. I mean, they traded for him, pretty significant uh, pick. I think it was their third round pick. Uh, you, look, last year he came in like the first, I think it's a late first they gave up for him. Oh, yeah, wow. I think it was somebody else's pick. I think it was a late, maybe it was an early second, but like, it was this Claypool? Yeah. Yeah. They gave up the 201. Well, there you go. They, okay. gave, they gave up enough anyways. And you got to think that again, uh, you know, I talked about earlier, the rapport between the, the quarterback and, and the receiver. You got to think that they bring back, uh, you know, that every, I, I still believe that Fields is the best option for Chicago right now. And uh, again, I think that that rapport will just build, will, you know, hopefully spark and build out there in Chicago. And Claypool could be, he's especially like a big, you know, red zone uh, target as we saw in Pittsburgh. I'm going to, I'm going to keep my stack going in Indy. I'm going to take Jelani Woods as my tight oh, end like three. Him. Yep. I go just with saw my, the comment uh, about how I died, yes, and I was bootied from the stream. You were totally <laughs> bootied from the stream. My, my camera died. I got, a, I got a new camera this week, and uh, I need to uh, get the battery pack switched out. So I guess my limit is 68 minutes because it couldn't be 69. You can get a so – so I don't know what kind of camera you have, but I ended up getting like a plug-in uh battery it's like a battery thing that goes in your battery slot and then you actually plug it electron like electrically and then it you can it, you don't have to switch it out and charge oh, it. that's gonna that's so nice yeah after the show send me a yeah uh, we'll we'll chat for sure for sure so you know what let's start reading off our teams guys i'll oh, start we we read um bradley's i'm gonna read oh, mine here Alan warren just went off guys oh i trust me he's been in my queue for about three four rounds now but i i've got my mm -hmm. running back so i love him that he might be one of my favorite running backs in this range even penny man in this range i mean we've seen penny i know he's hurt i know eric might Eric was on. Were you on Penny or, or oh off Penny? Oh my God, dude, he was my favorite player in NFL history. Uh, that's uh, right. That's man. right. I knew. I knew there was some dude, some he relation my there. My soul for five straight years, and there's only so much I could take, dude. Um, the six years where I draw the line after six, I'm gone, dude. Uh, Sounds about right. But yeah, no, no, Penny, man, I, I I was so happy for him last year, dude. When when he had that, uh, you know, what was it, that four or five week run, dude, where he just went absolutely bonkers. Uh, it was fun to see, but he he's crushed me for five years, man. I can't. Oh, I'm having nightmares. Uh, at, at all right, well, well, let let's get the the let's get the attention away from from uh, Eric's Eric's nightmare. I'm gonna read off my team. We read off Bradley's, and then after you guys make your picks coming up here, you guys can read yours. I've got Kyler Mur or actually I'll read it. Uh, I see I can't really read it from the board because then I'll be moving the board on the screen. So I'll just read off my roster. I'm in the uh, three spot. Started off with Kelsey. I've got Kyler Murray, C.J. Stroud as my quarterbacks, Aaron Jones, Pacheco. You know what? This is not making sense. I'm going to move this, this screen around just to read the order there that I got go. these. Go for it. Go hey, for man, it. if you're into best ball, you want to know what order these guys are taking, right? So I'm in the three spot. I went Travis Kelsey, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, Drake London, Aaron Jones, Pacheco, Connor, and Herbert as my four running backs. Round nine, Gabe Davis came back with Kyler Murray and C.J. Stroud, double tap at the QB at 10 and 11. TJ Spears as my RB5, the RB44. Alec Pierce to, to stack with my CJ Stroud. Ertz as my tight end two. 
Then my three kickers, McPherson, Patterson, and, and Greg Joseph, and then added Sky Moore for my, my um, Pacheco Kelsey stack, and then Woods to my CJ Stroud Alec Pierce stack because we are always be stacking here in the district, as you guys know. There you go. I'll replace that board. JD, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take our biggest value that I feel like you and I had agreed upon uh in the draft. Yeah, that's your boy. That's your boy, right? Uh I, I think Curtis Samuel, dude, he has not oh. been Damn! Uh, we Bradley and I Bradley and I talked about dude, him when when dude, I was he on. He has the not show. finished worse than wide receiver forty eight. Yeah, he's such a value. Twenty one, and that's only when he played five games. Uh and now he's he He's been sitting uh, next to my queue since I picked. Uh, yeah, it's a nice one. Howell. Crazy. I was uh, I was just gonna stack Howell with him. Oh, I, hey, that's a good. Stack. I so should have done it before. Like I'm thinking, oh, he'll make the turn. No big deal. He's not even on the screen uh, right now. Good pick. I, I wanted Tannehill with uh, even though I had two quarterbacks. I wanted Tannehill as my third with with Burks and uh, Chicago, but uh, I got sniped mm. a couple rounds. But uh, that I love right. Samuel. Oh, so God. Eric, why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you? Are you, did you? Oh no, you got another pick coming. Why don't you make your yeah, pick? Yeah, I just picked. I, I went. Yeah. I'm being aggressive here on defense. I'm trying to put pressure on the rest of the room. Uh, so we'll see how that works. Read off. Read off your team, brother, from the first yeah. round. Down. A- absolutely. So round one, I was pick eleven. I went with uh, C.D. Lamb and came back with Garrett Wilson. Uh, then at uh, Tony Pollard, and we uh, definitely took a swing here at uh, Jameer Gibbs as my RB2 in round four. Uh, we got Keenan Allen in round five as the wide receiver 25 off the board, uh, which I think uh, when we talk about Mike Evans being a value, I, I think Keenan Allen needs to be right in, uh, right in that conversation. Uh, we got uh, Trevor Lawrence in round six as a QB8, and then we came back with uh, Traylon Burks, A.J. Dillon, uh, and being tight end premium, I, I didn't want to completely miss the ship, so we went with Greg Dolchich and Chica Conquo. Uh, we came back in round 11 with a little bit of a swing with Devin. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I'll leave Ashane. Ashane, I like it in French. I'm uh, a big fan of that. Uh, <laughs> then we came back with the Hall of Famer, uh, Anthony Richardson, in round 12. Uh, OBJ, uh, then we came with Leonard Fournette. Uh, and then we kind of started a little bit of a kicker run here, got in the middle of it with Matt Gay and Nick Folk. We got New England and the Jets D, big fan of New England. You can never go wrong with Bill Belichick calling the shots over there. Uh, Curtis Samuel at wide receiver 74 in round 19. And then we took a top 12 defense or uh, uh, defense number 12 off the board in, in the Jags, who uh, if, you, if you did play in FFPC or redraft leagues, uh, the last four weeks of the season, uh, the Jags defense played really, really good, and that was even against Dallas, uh, who was still fighting for a playoff spot and a couple other really good teams. So they could be on the uh, the up and up. It's probably a little too early to take a third defense, but I noticed uh, our buddy. No, team, I, I was I was taking him there. Uh, yeah. I was taking. I, I, was, I had him lined up there. So let's put some heat on uh, and make him start drafting some blue. Let's go. <laughs> Now nah, there it is. Uh, either way, I was going defense here. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a. You know how you know how I draft, uh, Eric. I, I like to to get my three kickers and my three defenses in these twenty eight rounders, uh, nice and tight. And then uh, I'll, I might throw in like a Jelani Woods or a Sky Moore in there, but that's usually how I do it in the in the specialty spots. And I'll tell you, last year, 
we we talked about it coming into the show how we were all how we all did uh, in best balls and it, it paid off for me last year uh, with that build the deeper ones. So you got what's at what? Uh, tight end thirty one. Where are we at here? So he finished Irv, last Irv. year, dude. He finished last year in PPR as tight end thirty four. And that's not tight end premium. That's just straight PPR. So probably a little bit higher in tight end premium. You yeah, and look at that offense. Thirty-one. Look at like, that offense. Look at his quarterback. Dude, he he could like just produce like two more games, and he'd be like tight end seventeen or something like that. You know what I mean? So uh, that's pretty good, man. Sky Moore at wide receiver. Hey, we got blue for Team One. I like it. All right, we got him on board. <laughs> Big fan. All right, oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll go over my team while you're picking there, JD. Um, I took uh, Devonte Adams in the first. Came back with Derek, Derek Henry in the second. Then I went with uh, Debo in the late third. Um, I, I seem to be always drafting Debo. Uh, he seems to be falling to the late third or even fourth round, and I, I just, I can't not draft him. He had a, he had like a 13, 13 point uh, fantasy point per game average, I think, last year, just off the top of my head. So I think that's kind of scaring people when they go back and look at it. And then you talk about CMC coming in, taking targets. So do you have any concern with look, him? Maybe talk about a bit. Yes. CMC caps his upside a bit, but like he's still going to have those peak weeks and down weeks. Like <laughs> the, the weeks he actually scores 13 points in a game, like are probably less than the weeks where he goes 26 or zero. Like, yeah, I get, he's going to average, but he's going to have some peak weeks in there. Um, and that's, he, he does get hurt. So big deal. Like I, I got, <laughs> I got plenty of other people to stack in that lineup. Um, my pick is coming up. Uh, then fourth round, I came back with DJ Moore. Then I went with uh, two running backs that I think are falling to a value. J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, both kind of coming off injuries but looked good at the end of last year. Then I went Dak. I feel as though he's one of that uh, second-tier uh, quarterbacks that are still lingering in uh, a value spot. Um yeah, I took him late seven here. I've been trying to wait until the eighth, but I really didn't think he was going to come back. I got uh, Deontay Johnson in the eighth. I think he's a screaming value this year. He had no touchdowns last year. That's bound to regress um, yep. positively. Um, and then Kenneth Gainwell might be a little bit of a reach, but you're on, I, you're on the clock. Though, yeah, I was guessing he wasn't going to make the turn because um, Shivas likes him too. Oh, are we seeing a lot of defenses go here? Sh yeah, we Shiva's are. Very, Shiva's very vocal about the guys he likes. So if you know Shiva, you you know which guys he's. Yeah, he's I, I don't keep it a secret. Man. <laughs> Good for you. That's why, that's why we love you. Man. Let it out. Let it out. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, love I gotta which means stay away from these guys. I gotta if get. I gotta get at least one defense on this turn. There you go. Yeah, Minnesota. Oh. That's a nice one. Oh. I, I think they'll bounce back a little bit. I just yeah, they I think they're. I, I think they're due for a bounce back too. I, I was I was on them last year and very disappointed by their lack of performance. So at this late, you know, they're worth. They got a new dart. defensive coordinator, didn't they? Sounds good to me. Uh, I believe you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't thinking that going in, but yeah. I'm going to stay that the course here right. and make, make Dan Williamson proud. 
Uh, I'm going three kickers here. So Dan, Dan lounging on the beach in St. Martin right now. Uh, he'll be back soon, but he's he's enjoying a nice vacay with the with the misses right now. So shout out to him. He's eating whatever kind of food he's eating. I don't know who's cooking it. Hey, he's cooking it. He's buying it. I don't know, but no, nah, dude, I, he's I, on I, vacay, bro. He's on vacay. <laughs> <laughs> he's he ain't food. cooking on vacay. He's kicking <laughs> shit. That guy, dude, he's. You know he's eating top notch, man. I got the Harry, Harry Snowman. The the, the loose, loose ships uh, sinks or what is it? Loose lips sink, sink ships. I'll say this. Like I'm I'm kind of like Shiva. Like I don't mind saying who I like because I'll just take someone else. You know, you just switch yeah, up your sure. rosters, man. Yeah. I don't really care if guys try to snipe me or anything. It's not like I'm gonna get upset. It just gives me the opportunity to get maybe someone else that I don't have as much shares of or, or build the, the the team different. But I'm not one to to cry over a snipe or anything. I don't know. Anytime Shiva brings up. I don't like oh, that, that pick. It was more of a roster eh. construction pick with Will Levy's going as my uh and I'm wearing a Levi shirt. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, hey, there you uh, go. It, you know, uh, hey. <laughs> shout out to Levi's. Yeah, sure. Come on, sponsor, Will. sponsor. Sponsorship, it, baby. Uh, that's how it uh, autocorrects in my phone, you know. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. For sure. Uh, I'm a little bit torn here. Um, I like this guy. I hope he's coming oh, back yeah, this year. Oh, yeah. And let's hope for him. He went through yeah. 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 I've, I've been taking him quite a bit. I think I took him actually when, his, when I was on with Bradley. Um, he's a nice late round receiver that people forget about, right? Because of the, yep. the health issue last year. And you got to think that Houston offense, I talk about, you know, new quarterbacks coming in and us not knowing who the favorite target's going to be. And Brandon you know, Cook's you, potentially getting traded uh, as well. So. There you go. Right. The veteran, the veteran gets traded. So even more opportunity there for the young guys to, to flash and who knows who, who's going to get uh, Bryce Young's uh, attention is what I'm hoping. Right. Yeah. He should have a fresh new quarterback. And even if Cook sticks around, which I kind of doubt, like that would, I would assume that would help Mechie a little bit, take away press guys in the, a little bit. In the chat right now, why don't you let us know what teams, what team you like, Bus, what team you, you know, so far from what you guys have seen, I'll try to scroll back up as we pick here and, and let you guys take a look, but um, maybe let us know what you like, don't like picks. You know, you guys have been awesome in the chat, by the way, so we appreciate you guys hanging out with us on a Sunday afternoon, NFL Combine weekend. Oh, look at that. We're on the clock, so I'm going to bring it can back. Somebody, can somebody look up what uh, Roshan, did Roshan do something today? Well, uh, there we go. Oh, I tried looking at that earlier, but we're all tilted over that eleventh round gonna... pick. <laughs> I mean, gonna... this is this is the range. Well, late teens is where I'd be looking for him, but uh, yeah, I think we all had our eyes on him anyway. Oh, you know why the Eagles show interest in running back Roshan Johnson? There we go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and and well, there and goes Gainwell. Roshan, Roshan uh, reveals the team that he wants. Uh, uh, he, he believes he's a uh, fits the Eagles the best. So there we go, mutual uh, relationship here. Uh, so, man, dude, I love Rose. Dude, that guy is a monster. And he's I, – I don't know what he ran today, but from what I saw, there were some people that were projecting him in the very, very low fourth quarters. I mean, he's like 220 pounds. That's Jonathan Taylor type uh, speed with, with his size. I, I don't know what he ran today. I'm, I'm curious, but – I don't think he ran yet because I can't find it. 
Did you guys see I took a rookie kicker? <laughs> oh, look at you. A rookie. Did you really? Look at you. Uh, look at that's that's that why movie. you follow that's why you follow, follow Bradley uh <laughs> Stalder at, at, at over there at uh, Best Bell Fantasy. I mean, look at that. Rookie rookie yep. kicker in, in a Bradley, 20 round. Do you, do you remember do you remember Jose uh Bear, uh Can you see? Two years ago, he's a rookie kicker. He's supposed to be like the best rookie kicker coming out yep. in a long time. Jose uh, Barragos, he went to Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, 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 the stuck. Tampa Bay kicker. Mm -hmm. Yep. He yeah, he was terrible. Ryan Ryan suck up. Uh, oh, man, that sucked. Uh, I had a lot of So I, I, really want, I, <laughs> I, I really want to snipe. I really want to snipe Shiva here. I really, really want to snipe Shiva, but I'm going to take one of my – just because of you know the show and it's combine weekend, and I'm going to take one of my favorite uh, rookie prospects here, Rasheed oh. Rice. Oh, there uh, you go. in yep. the 23rd round. I mean, this guy, 200 ah. pounds, six feet, gave us over 1,300 yards, 96 yeah, uh, receptions, 157 targets, and 10 touchdowns at SMU. Uh, I, I really like uh, what this kid's got to offer. It'll be interesting to see where he goes in the draft, but this late, I like picking up these rookie. Uh, receivers with upside that was my debate either rice or mechie were the ones i was picking we think i went with mechie there you go yeah we tend to yeah, you are <laughs> big on that rice oh baby all right there's a guy i really want yes i do uh, like rice um oh god we're getting tight just, just don't just don't bring up Dan Williamson again. Every time I hear his name, I'm like, I'm going to get sniped. I'm going to get sniped. <laughs> Start Dan, to Dan switch. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dan's oh, got, Dan's he got snipes me like crazy. Long Island, on the beach, just chilling, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alan Robinson goes off. Let's go. Yeah, I don't like that pick. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but not a fan. I mean, you're probably right, but in the 23rd round, like, got to lose. is he? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's, like, same with Thielen in the 23rd round. Like, yeah. all you're going for the, is a couple touchdown upside games. That's it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. And, you know, they could very well have four or five games where all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. I mean, I don't think they're going to last. Either one of them is going to last the whole season, but. Being relevant anyway. Another right. boy, nineteen twelve here. What's he looking at? Famous James. So we're in the, question we're, we're in the 20, 23rd round right now um, in the draft. For those listening, again, if you're listening to the show, make sure you check us out on YouTube and Spotify to Our, get the visuals. Famous Jay asking, "Does draft capital matter when considering your rookies?" Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll answer real quick and then i'll pass to someone I, I think for sure it matters i i don't think draft capital never matters i think that you're kind of guessing right at this point with these with these rookies in these drafts prior to the draft you're hoping to basically draft a guy whose value is going to skyrocket you know that's basically what you're looking for in these late rounds is a guy who's going to smash something at the combine smash in the draft get an amazing landing spot and then really give you or smash during the season even and then give you uh, kind of that that added value that uh, you know where he's going to produce above his ADP, and that's really what you're hoping for. You're you're picking off 
these rookies that you think are going to increase in value. Am I, am I right there guys? Or is that, is there another factor where draft cap capital plays for you? Obviously, right, Eric, you want these guys to end up with good draft capital. So for me, and I, I have this debate with uh, uh, peanut punch who's in a lot of these drafts. Um, yeah. I have this debate with them every day. Um, for me, it depends on the format. So like to me, draft capital matters a lot in dynasty, right? Cause the earlier you're drafted, the more value you hold, you could have a bad year and still maintain value, that sort of thing. In best ball, I don't really care uh, if you're drafted in round one or you're drafted in round seven. I'm looking at who has the best opportunity to produce for 17 games. You get drafted in round two and you're buried on the depth chart, and there's a guy drafted in round four who's got a clear path to opportunity. Like, I have no problems in a best ball league, non-tournament, taking that guy in round four. Um uh, because if I believe he's got more of a chance to make an opportunity or take advantage of an opportunity this year for 17 games, I don't care what happens next year or two years or three years down the road. I'm looking at, I got 17 games. Who can give me the most points in 17 games? So I think draft capital, it's like a blanket statement, right? Like to me, it depends on the format dynasty. Yes. Best ball for me personally. I don't care about it whatsoever. But but in a in a tournament best ball tournament, let's say you you do get that guy, you know, let's say like Rasheed Rice for example, just to just yep. to give an example, twenty third round right now, and he lands in uh, I don't know where's he gonna land that just shoots his his uh, his stock up. Give me a team. Oh, Minnesota. So he goes yeah, to Minnesota. Go. Okay, he's opposite. Yeah. He's opposite JJ. So it, from that point on, whenever people are drafting in that same tournament, oh, I'm on the clock here. When people are drafting in that same tournament, you just got them at a better value, right? So it gives you an edge over anyone else kind of when you get to the end of the tournament. If Rasheed Rice is one of those winning pieces for that tournament, you now have an advantage over guys that are taking him anywhere higher than the 23rd round. So that's where I think so – like, like, but that, So here's a hypothetical. Nice. Like, let's say Rasheed Rice goes in the third round to Cincinnati, but you get a guy like uh, – who's the other – one of these other rookies I'm looking for that just got drafted – um, but let's say so like Rashid Rice goes in the second round to Cincinnati and you get a guy like uh um oh god, I don't know. Let's just say uh Xavier Hutchinson or something somebody like that goes in round three to like Houston, where like he potentially has a clear cut to be like the alpha, where Rashid Rice, if he went to Cincinnati in round two. We know he's stuck behind Chase. He's stuck behind Higgins. He's stuck behind Boyd. Like, he would need injuries to produce. You know what I mean? Or am I, like, living yeah. on another planet? Which is no, you're, you're on this planet for once. Um, <laughs> <All right>. it, <laughs> <laughs> for once is strong. Yeah, I, I, right. No All shit right. for a while. I've known her for a while. But you're uh no i like the way you're thinking with that too I, i've always thought the same way jd was just talking about like we're really drafting them out in hopes that they their landing spot or their draft capital hits just yeah. right and it's a combination of the two right like you know and we're in the you know we're post round 20 right now it's like you were literally just grabbing rookies or yeah it, it, like even with my Mechie and Pierre Strong, they're not rookies, but in all intensive purposes, yeah, they are. Like they they didn't get any run last year. Upside, right? 
Exactly. So that right now we we are we're looking for opportunity in year one or this year in particular. Right. Um, so who's going to come out of the blue and produce that for us? Is it going to be old ass Adam Thielen and Allen Robinson? Probably. It, 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 I would rather take that gamble on somebody that hasn't done it yet. I have plenty of guys that have done it in the first, right. you know, 10 rounds. Um, it's that unknown factor. Yeah, so let's let's go with the. I would rather go with the young unknown than the old and decrepit. Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, they're not. Their value isn't going to increase at all. That's exactly um, it. You know, we're, well, we're as much and strong. Like Mechie and strong, like we know, no matter what happens, like they're on a team. Sorry, guys, something happened here. You know, uh, right? So like that helps a lot. Dude. Like, we're not risking right. an undrafted guy here. Like they're on a team. They got a chance, and I think that's kind of what you're looking for, in my opinion. I mean, that's what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? For sure. I think draft capital is an indicator. Oh, hasty. Of the, no. Oh, <laughs> of the the leash teams are willing to give their 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 rookies, because if you're drafting them first round, second round, your third round, they're investing pretty significant draft capital. There's sponsorship behind those picks. They're so when you're getting into round four and beyond the the draft capital, they've just picked what 120 other players that they think are that the NFL thinks is better. And maybe there's opportunity for these talented players to land, but if they were better, they probably would have been drafted earlier. Like yep. that's just the philosophy behind like thinking through this draft capital logic of teams want to pick the best players and if those players are getting drafted in the 120s plus look there's there's they're just picking their guys at that point and maybe there is more opportunity for like uh we should have been more in on tyler algier last year like if you weren't in on him it was because you were afraid of the draft capital but the opportunity was really really nice there and all he was competing against was cordero patterson whereas uh, compare him to Isaiah Spiller and Spiller was being drafted day three, early day three, but he was stuck behind Austin Eckler and Josh Kelly was good enough to beat out Isaiah Spiller. So like there, there's just more risk for those players to not hit if they're not day one or day two players. Um, and that's, that's how like teams are not willing to give up so quickly on those day one, day two as well. So even if they have bad practices or bad days, like they're willing to put them out. So that's kind of my thought behind draft capital versus opportunity. Yeah. I like that. Bradley. Yeah, I do too. And, and, to and guys, you don't, you don't like, I always bring this up. I brought it up a, a couple of times just cause it's an example a recent example, but you don't have to smash all your like last five rounds, all those picks. I, I, the hard way best ball last year, Todd'll, Todd, Todd, Todd's still in the chat, plug your ears. Cause he doesn't like when I talk about me winning the hard way last, last year. Uh, but if you look at my last, um, like my last picks were, uh, Juwan Jennings, uh, Smith, Mar what is it? Smith, Smith, Marchette, Smith Marchette. Yes. Marchette. Uh, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett helped me because I had Zach Wilson as my QB two, but was Chris Evans, Trey Sermon, Terrace Marshalls. These guys did not hit at all. Right. Jamison Williams nope. in the 22nd gave me what, like one week at the end of the year, maybe. 
but I didn't smash on any of those guys and I still won this league. So if you do, if you build that roster and you smash early in the top 15 rounds, let's say on, with your starters, you really want one or two guys out of the, so that's why you want to aim high and go for that high upside. You're not looking for floor at the, at the, at the back end of the draft in these 28 rounders. But, but JD on the flip side of that, man, um, like I feel like that to play devil's advocate here is yeah. like some of these picks, a lot of these picks are going to be zeros for a lot of guys, right? Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. That's if, exactly it. If you can get, if you can get a guy that gives you four weeks just throughout the random year, where he gets you 15, 18, and you're able to get two or three of these guys after round twenty, and the rest of your team is solid, I mean that's enough to run away with the league. And I feel like sometimes, not all the time, but especially in the non-tournaments, you know, that's why you see some of these guys um, that have one bad year that are a little bit older, they get pushed all the way down um and, and some of that is having tournament brain in my opinion we're like okay we know what this guy is we don't want we don't want this we want to shoot for that unknown but sometimes you know they there's incredible value uh you know late in these drafts with proven producers that you know we just don't want because they don't have that unknown factor i kind of feel like you know what i mean and it, and it could also it's also just as you're i'm just thinking it's, it's also roster dependent right let's face yeah, it if you took if you took huge swings early maybe you do want that floor later so yeah, talking out yeah. of both sides of my mouth it definitely right. it's always dependent on roster build right? oh, i agree i agree 100 so we're in the 27th round here i just took albert O as the tight end 38 I off the like board that, i mean dude. I mean, I just when he's on the field, man, he's just a beast. And and again, we've got a new coaching staff coming in. Who knows who the real tight end uh, ends up being? Maybe they use both tight ends. But we've seen uh, Peyton, you know, highlight tight ends uh, with Jimmy Jimmy G. And uh, hopefully the tight ends in in Denver will benefit. And hopefully Alberto can get on the field and give me a few weeks there. And I'm gonna take. Uh, I don't usually like um, you know handcuffing necessarily, but I like stacking receivers on the same team so i've got gabe davis i'm going to take isaiah mckenzie i don't know that he comes back but I, I think there's a good chance they do sign him back he was pretty significant in that offense last year for for the price i believe that they would have to keep him uh whether he's on contract or not i think that he could uh very possibly still be a good target there for josh allen we're talking about wide receiver 98 in case anybody's not seeing the board here uh, <laughs> 98 wide receivers have been off the board here you, you can't that's go wrong, Jenny, targeting Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, that's and him, right? that Albert Opec was delightful. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That Albert Opec. I've been all over Dolchich, but I've been hedging my bet because JD and, and Dan and Theo had a guy on. I can't remember his name, and I apologize about that. But he was talking about, like, if you're all in on a certain player and there's another player at his position – like you have to kind hedge. Of hedge your bet just a, yes. just a little bit. Don't go all in on it. So yeah, Pat. So the millionaire, the guy that won the big, uh, yeah. the big uh, 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 underdog uh, tournament, I believe. Uh, good for him. Congrats. But yeah, what, what he had said, it made a lot of sense. So I'm like, well, if I'm all in on Dolchich, I gotta sprinkle in a little Alberto just in case. You know what I mean? I, I thought it was a great pick. Yeah, I was debating Alberto or David Bell my last turn. 
Yeah. I, I don't always I don't always take a, a fourth tight end, but if the right guy is falling, like like Albert O there, I, I don't mind it because in this format, the tight end can slide into that flex spot as well, right? The tight end. Yeah, I was kind of banking on nobody grabbing that fourth tight end. <laughs> and I think for for team one here, Bradley took Luke Musgrave. That makes me feel good because I took him a little bit, uh, like a couple, uh, maybe a week ago in a high stakes league. Uh, and I was nervous about it, but to see him draft them, uh, I'm kind of all in now. So I, I like it. <laughs> famous, famous Jay saying this is the best. Uh, the, he's got a lot of lit uh, emojis there. Best roster build discussion on YouTube. We appreciate Famous Jay and all you guys today nice. in the chat. Make sure you smash the like and uh, give us those rate and reviews if you're listening. We, we appreciate the support. We're going to keep bringing these on a weekly basis. So make sure you subscribe uh, amongst all our other uh, goatness that we bring you guys to help you win your fantasy leagues uh, for 2023 and beyond. Shiva, did you catch uh, Musgraves RAS? No, but I knew it was. I, I saw it was pretty high, and I think they said he leapfrog. Uh, was it Michael uh, Meyer? He, uh, Musgrave at 9.95 out of 10 really? RAS. Wow. Meyer had like the 15th best. Yeah, that's Mayor, impressive. Uh, yeah, that, name. that other uh, what was his name? Tight end Washington. Darnell Washington, yeah, got a ten point yeah, Darnell that, Washington. There were so made. many tight ends. Oh, that, that was sick, dude. Yeah, I agree. The, agree with Snowman. With the Raz scores. I should have grabbed them actually to to stack them with my uh, with Kyler. my Kyler. Um, I, I he's is he back for sure? Or I think it's he's the, a restricted free agent. I think he'll probably be back, right? Oh, I should check that. It's um, look. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals actually look to trade Rondell more, because if Greg Dorch is a lot cheaper and he does the same oh, thing, I, yeah. I don't actually hate that. I don't hate that at all because Rondell Moore is like the guy that we've been waiting on for. You know, he's either injured or just not living up to expectation. So, oh, Wheeler, did you uh, auto? Yeah, I autoed Thomas? that. But I, I, I was looking. Is he going to play? Like, is he still on Washington's roster? Yeah. Yes, he, I, I did actually recently hear uh, that he is. So, should be, should be. I mean, right. who, that, who, and he, the he, only he, reason. With the enemy there, maybe rejuvenation, right? Who knows? Uh, well, he, he. Okay, so his contract, he has, he signed through 2024. Sure. He has a three and a half million dollar dead cap. He's an 8.6 uh cap hit for this year so he could get cut right he's a cut candidate. yeah he is I, I, I my last two picks i'm just stacking um sam howell yeah with dammy brown dammy brown was his dammy yeah. brown was his boy in college right let's go and there's been rumors of them cutting uh i don't know why they would but there's rumors of them it's twitter rumors but uh cutting uh, uh curtis samuel uh, and he could fill into that, you know, that kind of hybrid RB or a wide receiver three role too. Right. I don't know. Brown I'm was just... one of only 30 wide receivers last year to put up a uh, top five week. Fun All fact. right, I'm feel I'm feeling good about my last two rounds. I mean, I don't, it's, like, it's just it's just stacking, right? Always be stacking. So why not? Like. This is Logan definitely the Thomas, part of the draft. Two years ago, Logan Thomas was going like round five or six in FFPC. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy. Hey, he balled that one season. But this is the time of the the draft. I was going to say where we're all on spot spot track, like looking at people's contracts, right? That's exactly. Really, right. I have it open right here. That's why I timed out. That's, that's why I timed out. I, I just did that. I took I took Tim Patrick, who I think if if uh, Sutton I like is, is out of uh, is out of Denver, I I like um, Tim Patrick, a big a big mm-hmm. receiver out there for Russell Wilson in his uh, comeback season. But I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and pair him with KJ Hamler just in case, right? Because yeah, it's this, this late. If these guys together can give me like a wide receiver three, I'll uh, I'll smash that all day to finish off the draft. For sure. What do, you, what do you guys think of Kelvin Austin, dude? I I, I almost took him instead of Trey Palmer. Oh, I love the Calvin Austin pick. Yeah, I do too, dude. I like Kelvin Austin a lot. Man. I I like him there too. I need to get him higher on my list. Yeah. I should have had him in the queue. That would have been another I mean, stack I could receiver, have done with Pickett. Wide receiver 106, man. I mean, good guy, dude. I mean, he doesn't have to do much to outproduce that, you know. And he, he so, gives you three weeks of 15. I mean, he's crushing it. Why don't we uh, – because we, we read off our teams. Bradley, yeah. why don't you I mean, take our, – our last two rounds, all league winners. Well, why don't you? Why don't we? Maybe we we, we talk like we talk through the kickers and the defenses. Maybe start from like round twenty two or twenty three, or maybe round twenty three, and then just read off the rest of your roster from there. Uh, we're, we'll post the the board, the draft board on Twitter. I'll post that on there at Goat District, so you guys can all see it. Make sure, uh, like I said, you guys check us out on YouTube and Spotify, and drop the comments, man. Famous Jay, uh, very generous with his comments. I know he he'll come in after the shows and and drop us some comments on YouTube. Those are where, really well-received, and, and we're going to start reading them actually on air. So drop them in the uh, comments. We really appreciate them. Bradley, why don't you start off by reading your, uh, your, your later rounds, your last five or six rounds here. Yeah, can you scroll up a little bit? for the? Because I'm looking at the screen here. There, we there go. it is. There it is, brother. So perfect. Thank you, thank you. So round, uh, I went kickers and defense from rounds 18 through 23. So round 24, I took Eric Gray. Uh, running back out of Oklahoma, uh, six and a half yards per carry, 3.43 yards after contact per attempt, 92 rushing grade at Oklahoma, and he can catch as well. So I like that pick. I wonder where he's going to land. Um, Mook Musgrave, we talked about him being an athletic freak. Devontae Parker, the league winner. <laughs> uh, yes. Devontae Parker, always like he's the forgotten like wide receiver too on whatever team he's on. And I, I love just taking late shots on Devontae Parker. He's going to be a flex play for you like 25% of the time. And it's not sexy. It's dusty. It's old. But it's he's going to be relevant for me and for whoever drafts him. Uh, and then LaVisca Chenault is straight upside. Um, that Carolina wide receiver two position, frankly, is wide open. And we liked the upside we saw from him there. And then Jonu Smith is a cut candidate. Once again, tight end athleticism. And I think it works well with my Jawan Johnson, Taysom Hill, Luke Musgrave, Jonu Smith picks. Like, I don't have any elite tight ends. So I wanted to get four in here uh, in this 28 round draft. Nice. I like it. I, uh, from the three spot from 23, round 23, I took Rasheed Rice. So again, taking shots at those uh, rookie receivers. Tim Patrick, I like uh, the possibility of him becoming more significant in that Denver offense with year two with uh, Russ the Cook. Cedric Tillman, another uh, rookie that I like uh, taking shots late here. Albert O, again, tight end four. I talked about it. I'm usually going three tight ends, especially taking Travis early. But I love the value of Albert O here. And again, you know, got a little 
Denver stack late in the draft. I like stacking teams late in the draft. Uh, you can usually do that with some of these depth pieces. And then Isaiah McKenzie, another uh, stack with G Gabe Davis that I took earlier, and KJ Hamler to finish it off, pairing him up with Tim Patrick. Hopefully, uh, whether they hit together or one of these guys smash, I think uh, that can be some good late-round value. Shiva, how about you from round 23 on? Yeah, man. Well, first off, I'm going to go back to round 22. We took uh, Will Levi's, Levi's uh, at, at uh, our, our third quarterback. But, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, round 23, we took Van Jefferson, who, uh, <laughs> who, you know, we always talk about – I know J.D. and I have talked about Curtis Samuels as we believe one of the, the bigger values in fantasy. I mean, Van Jefferson is one year removed from a top 36 overall uh, in, in terms of wide receiver uh, season. And, you know, last year he kind of had the knee surgery right before the season started. And then by the time he got back, the whole team was just kind of derailed. So, and I, and I think there's a legitimate chance uh, that he is the wide receiver too in that offense uh, this year. And I think with Sean McVay, even if, you know, their offense is nowhere near as good, I think there's a lot of room for improvement off of a wide receiver over uh, wide receiver 83 where he's being drafted. Uh, we came back with Tyler Conklin, uh, tight end premium again. Gave us multiple tight end one weeks. Uh, their offense uh, should, or their quarterback should improve a little bit. Uh, that might help him. We took old man, uh, you know, as Bradley took Devontae Parker. We kind of, I kind of took uh, old man Robert Woods round 25. I think there's a chance he maybe ends up back in uh, the, you know, with the Rams or he, or he goes to a veteran team. Maybe he goes back to Buffalo to end his career. We'll kind of see what happens there. This was just straight flyer with, with Keaton Mitchell. Uh, not really a three-down back by any means, but a speed guy, good pass catcher. Maybe gives me a spike week or two. And then uh, round 27, Joshua Kelly. I, I do think he is going to get replaced this year by somebody in free agency of the draft. But I, he kind of showed a little bit last year to where, you know, he could battle out for, for uh, you know, the RB2 role there uh and then uh last pick we took trick palmer big fan of him uh i keep flip-flopping between him and tyler scott uh at the end of the draft this draft that tyler scott went a couple rounds ahead so i i settled for trey palmer but i think he's a good flyer if he lands in the team you know he, he you know could be a deep threat uh you know a guy that can you know give you a three catches for 70 yards and a touchdown maybe a couple games depending on where it goes so uh you know kind of got some veterans with a little bit of upside with some rookies sprinkled in at the end here Guys, this is awesome. The, just, just these. The, like to me, I always say, you know, the the late rounds is where really the the difference makers are made. Especially when you start double digits down. I know this is a twenty eight rounder, so we're looking pretty deep here. But it's nice to help. Uh, hopefully, this is helping our, our listeners and our audience have some of these. You know, build their targets because you want to build kind of a a list of targets that you're smashing late in these rounds and and adding to your builds. Uh, Wheeler, we kept yours for last, brother. Maybe go uh, round twenty two on. This is where you go to save the worst for last. Um, no, no, the best for last. <laughs> I, I actually thought you were. I actually thought Wheeler was ahead of you, so that's why I went to Wheeler. Or I mean, no, uh, Shiva. I thought Shiva was ahead of you, so I apologize. <laughs> oh, all good, all good. Um, yeah, let me go back to round twenty where I just grabbed Ceh. Um, we mentioned him go. earlier, but Pat, Pat Kareen, uh is pretty high on drafting Ceh late just because. He's in the fourth year of his contract of his rookie deal. Um, this is kind of his chance to put up or shut up, right? Like I've never been on CEH before. I always had Jonathan Taylor ahead of him. Um, and every year he's been on my fade list. But when you're talking 20th round and he could be 
the Chiefs starting running back. That's uh, I like that. Um, you, you heard it here, that. guys. You heard it here. Kevin thinks that he's the next next uh, Josh Jacobs. So get your CEH. Uh, oh, I mean, but wait a second, Josh. Oh my god! <laughs> like Josh Jacobs was in the sixth round, seventh round, right? Like this is the twentieth round. round. Eighth right. round was this, the money. I'm joking, brother. Right. I think that's like, great. That's great. That was, that was by, but, uh, but it is, it. but it is the same philosophy. Like, and I wasn't doing it until I heard somebody else talk about it, and I'm like, well, you know what? Even even Wheeler, you just look at the position running back. What do you what do you want from your running back? You want him to be on a good offense, and you want opportunity, right? So as yeah. much as he hasn't necessarily produced every time, you know, when he's had all those opportunities, he still has those two things there. Uh, in KC, and you never know in that offense with that coaching when things are going to turn around, right? JD, can I say exactly. something for 15 seconds here? So this is where draft capital matters to the guy that asked earlier. Ah, very good point. If, That's if, a good if point. CEH was a seventh-round pick, bringing it full, he, he wouldn't be drafted right now uh, based on what he's done in the first three years of the league. But because he still has that draft capital, he came from LSU, right? Like there's still that chance that he is good. And I feel like that's where draft capital comes into play. Eric just brought it full circle, and he, and you guys you just brought me a nice nice title to the show. So I appreciate all, all of you guys. Beautiful, awesome. Keep going, Wheeler. Uh, we talked about Mechie. Um, I grabbed Pierre Strong. Could be that pass casting back in New England's backfield. We talked about him briefly. He's got a chance to you know put up the PPR numbers. Um, I only grabbed Las Vegas defense because they were the last defense available. And there's been studies done by Roto, uh, Rotoviz um, that getting the three defenses gives you a, uh, a substantial margin. Um, Max Crosby's on there too. So I can't lot, there. Right. Um, then Deuce Vaughn, all 5'5", five, five, 180 of this rookie. <laughs> Danny Woodhead. Uh, I'm going with Darren Sproles. That's he's All my right, next well, Darren Sproles. Oh, there you go. Love That's not bad. Love it. But I mean, like, I, oh, I wanted to look this up too. I wanted to compare him to uh, Tariq Cohen because I think he's even oh. smaller than Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just a 25th round pass catching, and actually, I think he was an all around back in college. I'd have to look into him a little yes. bit. Kansas State, like. He was a beast. Uh, was he at a 35% dominator in college? So looks pretty good to me. And then uh, David Bell, I think we mentioned briefly, um, was a rookie last year. Didn't really get the opportunity. He was injured early on or he was injured late in his college year. Um, so he could emerge in that Cleveland uh, wide receiver set. As he could emerge as a wide receiver too. There, we talked about Logan Thomas and Diami Brown, just kind of rounding out the roster and stacking at the end. Good stuff, guys. This was a uh, this was fun. I mean, it's what better way to spend a, a, a Sunday afternoon than um, you know do a best ball? We talk about the FFPC guys. Check out myffpc.com right now. The best balls are on fire. They're like Anthony Richardson's forty. You got to go check it out. Whether you want to play for five grand, what they got the one twenty-five buy-in, thirty-five dollar buy-in, which are the best ball tournaments. The thirty-five is super flex. The one twenty-five buy-in is a one QB. They're both twenty rounders. The one we did today was a twenty-eight deep, which you can also find on there. They got all kinds of goodness. So if you're in the fantasy, you're watching this show in March. You're as degenerate as we are, and you want to have some fun, draft some teams. Uh, as you watch the combine and as we roll towards the NFL draft, that's a place to do it, man. MyFFPC.com. 
guys this was a blast man i appreciate all you guys hanging out the chat was lit always always uh, a good time with the chat so we appreciate smash you that like button smash the like Bye. smash the subscribe all the usual drop your comments uh even if you're watching this after we'll go around bradley i'll start with you because i know you took time out away from the family today and we appreciate that drop all your goodness you're you're one of my favorite follows out there in fantasy land right now so guys make sure you check out bradley where can they find all your good stuff yeah i tweet on twitter at ff stalder i'm working on uh getting my <laughs> whoa full screen <laughs> um, <laughs> whoa top notch production uh, you, here, <laughs> yeah you can follow me on twitter at ff stalder uh, i'm doing a revamp of the website bestbellfantasy.com i'm gonna have uh, some free stuff on there. I'm also going to put some behind the paywall stuff as well, some memberships. I'm working on an upside guide that will be dropping here in the next couple months. So watch your Amazons, uh, Amazon carts for those. And then, yeah, uh, really excited. The YouTube channel's crushing. Make sure you subscribe to at Best Bell Fantasy. Appreciate you, Bradley. Eric, joining us, uh, you, you know, we're always in the back end on the DMs. You're always in the, the best ball draft, especially the nosebleeders. I love getting you on, man. You're a passionate guy. You know your stuff. Uh, tell the peeps where they can find you out there in Twitter land and anything else you want to share before we close this thing out. Yeah, man, you can find me at, uh, at the Shiva 82 and I, I don't do much Twitter content or anything like that, man. I, I'm just more of a guy that likes to shoot the, shoot the stuff, you know, talk fantasy, man, uh, you know, learn. Uh, and then, you know, I, I'm in a lot of drafts right now. Uh, I will be, to me, this is the best time of year. We, we got baseball starting. I'm a big baseball guy. March Madness is like three weeks around the corner. And then you got best ball, which is my favorite fantasy uh, platform uh, ever. Uh, I, I think it's the greatest event. Whoever created best ball uh, needs to go in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I it's the greatest platform. Dude. I, I love it. And, uh, you know, I'm okay. Do a couple underdogs, but mainly FFPC, dude. I love everything about it. 28 rounds. Let's get the kickers in there, dude. Mix it up. Defenses, man. And, and, let, and you know, let's go, man. There really isn't, right? And that, that's why we talk about the FFPC more than any other platform. We play on a lot of them. We just, we love the variety that it offers from $5 up to like 10 grand, your buy-ins. Kev, always a blast hanging with you. Always a blast drafting. I think I, think I saw this week that you uh, started some rankings. You've got some some content coming or, or dropped, uh, remind the piece where they can find all your good stuff. Oh, did I lose you? Uh oh, we got a thumbs up though, that's good, right? You all right, Kev, or did we lose you? I think we lost him. Uh oh. All right. All Where's my good stuff. Oh, there at, we go. Uh, 3013.com. I need to start dropping some stuff. I've uh wheeler we're we're losing you guys oh, sorry wheeler, we're, yeah you're you're cutting in and out i'll finish it off for you just because it seems like you're, no. you're uh, yeah your stream uh -oh. is let's see if he comes back if not guys he's at ff underscore wheeler he does uh he's been a top ranker on fantasy pros for years now and uh he you can find his goodness at the 33rd team over there with josh larkey and the crew uh, they're putting out some some fire content. So make sure you check Kevin out. We appreciate you guys again in the chat for hanging out with us. We appreciate everyone listening, everyone tuning in for our content. Guys, remember, drop the comments. Let us know what you guys want, but we're going to keep the fire coming. We got a bunch of great guests uh, coming this week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll check you all later.
Go district. <laughs> bleat a ball, bleat a ball, bleat a ball, bleat bleat ball, and I bleat a ball, bleat a ball. It's the go district, y'all. A ball, 'cause I bleat bleat. Hey, bleeding I ball, defeated the ice, didn't see him at all. JD in the pies, I needed it all. I bleeded a lie, you bleeded a lie, not bleeded a lie, and that's what a goat do. Facts, let me show you. Happen to know, dude. Strapped and they don't do bad and they don't lose. Make you wanna bleed, bleed, bleed. It's the goat district, boys giving you the business and no gimmicks. The best ball drafts got me feeling like it's Christmas. Then it's Christmas all of a sudden, and these riches came from nothing, and I got this all from loving the district. See, I just drafted, forget it. I I laugh at the critics, yeah. they mad at the digits. Yeah. I clap back by listening. Yeah. See, ballin' ain't a problem if you kick it with 'em off, and I refresh the feed till autumn. Then I bleat, 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 go. Oh man, that was a blast, man. There's Wheeler. There he is, brother. I read, I read your creds for you. I gave, I gave the people some, uh, <laughs> somewhere to find you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're back, brother. You're back. Uh, I wanted 